Hey guys, I'm Madison. Boo! You're a son of a bitch. I'm Madison's spooky brother, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the Family Size Podcast. Yes, it is. I'm excited to get into today's episode. Me too. You ready? I am. All right. episode we're gonna go through some more record collecting stories uh we're gonna get into another game of stan or ban we had a lot of fun with that last week i hope you did too and uh we got a new game that i call common denominator or calm denom uh but we'll get into the rules of that later and that's a game that you get to play along with as well first though we're going to talk about a story we have from the week we've been away from each other as we usually do um so y'all just sit back and listen michael what's your story all right well yesterday uh finally got my internet set up right and he's supposed to be there between like 12 and 2 so i get out of bed at 12 and i go and i lay or lie whatever on the couch in the living room and wait eventually comes and knocks on the door it is this short nerdy ass dude yeah okay he mass oh he's got a shift in his chair for this one he was wearing a safari hat that is the <laughs> only way I, I can think to describe this is like like a sun hat but it's got like like he's leading a field trip sort of thing <laughs> like hey kids let's go to the zoo i'm just gonna wear this weird funky hat and some cargo yeah, shorts I gotta, I gotta match the aesthetic babe yeah exactly so he fucking comes in and he's like he's a know-it-all from the jump like it's a new house so it hasn't had like there's no specific place the modem has to go right so he's saying go anywhere we want but any suggestion i'm giving he's basically telling me like no that's dumb that's shitty i know exactly where he's going it's like well then just put it there fucker (laughs) you could have easily come in and said all right it has to go here and i would not know right but you you gotta make me feel fucking stupid right right? so and he keeps saying i swear to you he said i've been doing this like 22 years 38 fucking times okay (laughs) i heard you bro right i feel like you've been here for 22 years (laughs) get out of my house like i was sick of him from the time he got there right and so there's this thing where he's like all right so um his his official idea was let's put it behind the couch and I was like do people do that? And he was like yeah you'd be surprised people you know people want me to do it all the time you know just do that put it behind the couch never see it again I'm like that's his official idea yes we'll put it behind the couch and he's talking about all right I'm gonna I'm gonna drill a hole in the floor and then I'm gonna you know drop a wire through there and go outside and do this and I'll I'm gonna go into your house and do this and I was I was sitting there I was like how are you gonna get under my house? He's like I'm gonna take the siding off. I was like can you do that? And he's like. Yeah, I've been doing this for 22 years. Okay, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> cool. This is my first house. I didn't know you could just willy-nilly go remove the fucking skirting from my house, right? right. So he goes outside and he shows me how, how he's going to do it. And 
So he goes out there and he's dealing with that for a while. And when he comes back in and, you know, um, and he's, you know, drilling the hole in the floor and like getting the modem set up and stuff like that. He asked me, um, what kind of dog I have, because I'll, I'll put Riley in the bedroom with Alexandra and Riley's been like barking at him from the other room. And I tell him, Oh, he's a black mouth character. Oh, he sounded like a big dog. I have this issue with people that call my dog a big dog. I don't know why. It's one of my weird pet peeves. I have pet peeves for shit that, like, my pet peeves would be someone else's pet peeve. Here's a problem. As in, someone that has those pet peeves is a regular person's pet peeve. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, but... I'm annoying in the things I get annoyed about. You're annoyed that somebody called your dog big, but if, like, somebody said, oh, is that your big sister? talking about me as opposed to our other two skinny sisters at some point in your life you would have been like yeah she's a fat one no <laughs> I was, yeah it's my older sister that's how i would take that but is that your is that the big we, one i mean he, <laughs> he does have a little bit of chonk about him but it wasn't that it wasn't no, it's just like yeah. a large dog yeah like which the guy wasn't talking about chonk but the reason he had chonk is because he, <laughs> the reason he had chonk. he's devious. Like it's a disease. Like I always stick up for him and say that he's an angel. Like, like I'm his kindergarten teacher. Like remember my kindergarten teachers just yeah. always call me my little angel boy. That's what he is. Yeah. And so I'm always sticking up for him. Anytime he like gets in trouble, like when we lived over there with her mom, anytime like this happened, I was like, well, I know who it wasn't. And you're not going to blame my little angel boy. <laughs> my little angel baby. He's perfect. And Riley's sitting there like looking guilty i'm like you wouldn't do that baby and they're like i saw him do it he got like lasagna on his face i'm like well i sure i'm sure he had a good reason Um, or something like that he he had to have been hungry you must not have fed him so that that, that's (laughs) the thing about the feeding is we didn't have a lot of communication in the house like we barely fucking spoke to one another people just walking past each other whatever and um sometimes they would go to bed and i wouldn't have heard the dogs get fed Right. right, and so Riley has a way of showing when he's hungry, and so I'd go, you know, and I'm going to the kitchen to get a snack or something like that, and he's dancing around his bowl, like, "Oh, you gonna feed me? You gonna feed me?" It's like, "Oh, I guess he didn't get dinner." I'd give him dinner. Come to find out, basically every time I did that, he had already had dinner. He was just fucking playing me, <laughs> and so Shit. he got fucking fat I've done while we were work. living with her mom. So he's been losing weight now because he only gets two meals a day like a regular ass dog. But anyway. So he's like, oh, he sounded like a big dog. And again, pet peeve of mine for some reason. Because I just don't think that he's that big. Because I've seen German Shepherds and stuff like that. I've been around him. And so I was like, oh, you know, he's not like as big as like a German Shepherd or anything like that. But he's a pretty good size. He's a pretty large. I mean, he's a large dog. See, I don't. I. I it's almost like I start. He's bigger than Moose was. I. Is he's, he? He was. He's bigger than Deacon was. Yeah, you're right. He's taller than. Them. He's a big dog. See, Sorry. I, I just think like <laughs> anytime I think of like, you think of him as your baby. Well, I think of him as like the picture, like a regular, like a stock photo of a dog would be him. Like I just think of him like in the medium range. No, he is not. Molly was a medium sized dog. She was. Yeah. Oh, we never saw her get old. No, enough. She, I mean she was almost three. She was her full grown. She was full grown. Okay. She was just a medium-sized dog. I'm trying to think she was of a another... Beagle. I'm trying to think of another dog that might be that size, but nothing's coming to mind. So, like, Barkley, mm-hmm. who was a Jack Russell, is a small dog. Obviously, yeah. Tequila, small dog. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yeah. 
Moose and Deacon were both large dogs. Yeah. Anything between those two is a medium-sized dog. Yeah. I want an extra large dog. <laughs> I want the dog that people are like, is that going to bite me? And it's like, no, he's actually the sweetest gentle giant on planet Earth. But he takes up like half my couch. Yeah, they got some big ass dogs. And he's got like, a dogs. huge fucking head. Look like Kodiak bears and shit. Yeah, uh, like the Siberian, um, um, Tibetan Mastiffs, mm. and or however you say that. And See, that's why when someone says big dog, I start at German Shepherd and then work my way up through like Great Dane, um, St. Bernard... Big ass that's dog. That's too much gene shit. Or, or I see him right before you get to big dog. But anyway. Anyway. Most people see him like, that's a big dog you got. I'm like, okay, whatever you say. So, but I said, like I said, well, he's not as big a German Shepherd or anything, but he's a pretty good size. The thing about this dude is he would always have to fucking one-up you in a, in, in a conversation. So it was just awkward talking to him because I didn't want to do that anyway. Right. And he's like. Oh, well, you know, they don't got to be big. And so I, just to come up with a response, he's right? Like, he's probably, like, talking about his dick at this point. You know, they ain't got to um, be big to have a, a big bite. I baby. mean, he definitely, he seems like he probably has a small penis, but I don't think he's talking about his penis right now. Right. But then he was like, oh, you know, they don't got to be big. And just to make conversation, you know, and especially because he had a more Southern accent. I don't sound Southern. I was born and raised in Mobile. But if I'm talk, especially... Like, if it's a stranger, or maybe if I'm over in, like, Mississippi with her side of the family, I code switch. I, okay. And I'm like... Don't call it code switching. I can call it that! Come I on! I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we want to do that. We're both white. Anyway, well, so... But what I'm saying... Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. I understand what you mean when you say it. So, I am not going to say code switch, but I change my accent... Mm-hmm. On a normal basis, it has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm talking in an interview, it's much more like this. Mm-hmm. If I start getting frustrated or in a conversation... You get hella Southern when you get I frustrated. Get, but it's not like... It's not like... Southern Bell Southern. No, but you're like, you ain't about to fucking do that to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get like real... Uh, uh, ain't, uh. ain't never... Yeah. Saying do. I ain't never done that shit. Yeah. That, that sort of shit <laughs> like, where it's like, oh... But then also, like, if I'm just talking to someone, I'll say, like, fine, or my eyes, or I say why like a lot for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like, those sort of things are the things that started bleeding in, because when I was younger, mm-hmm. I was so against sounding Southern at all, because I thought, this sounds stupid. As I've gotten older, I've I've seen it, a li- some of it as more, like, endearing, I guess, mm-hmm. or it can be kind of nice, like, that Southern Bell type of sound. Now, if you're, like... I went up there and I'm not. I mean, some people know what they're you saying. You know, caught not Joe, Joe down at the Seven Eleven. That's not what I'm trying to do. But like, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily a sign of intelligence, though. And there's actually right. like, there are certain accents, like 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 Creole and Cajun accents, where it's like, you can actually it has a lineage. You can trace it back to just French, right? And like the way that's why we say like, like Mobile and. uh New Orleans and like all lots of our words yeah, for the places like that we live come ex, from French. My ex, uh, he, he's from there. He's from New Orleans, mm-hmm. and he says yesterday, and I accidentally started saying that. Mom got pissed at me. She's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not from there. Uh, uh-huh. you don't. You say yesterday, but like, <laughs> but like andouille sausage like, and yeah. stuff like that. It's like you know, you can hear. From- <laughs> 
Like a French person. I think everybody says Andouille sausage like that. I think you just put a growl in your voice. I did, but I'm saying like... Andouille sausage. But that word is like, it's like a southern thing, but it's a French word. It's a French word, right. So anyway... Anyway, get back to the story. Anyway, my bad. I pull out my southern accent by the time I'm talking to him because he's southern. And I was just like, well, yeah, as long as you're fast and your teeth are sharp. You said that? I said it. Because he said... <laughs> He said the size of the, you know, they don't got to be big, right? Because he said that he sounds like a big dog. And so I was like, yeah, as long as you're fast and your teeth are sharp. You should have, you should have like, opened your mouth, showed all your teeth, and, like, jumped at him. Oh, he was on the ground behind the couch that I was sitting on. <laughs> so it was, it was quite an interaction. That's weird. He, You know what? He probably was like, what the fuck? I I'm doing the same. I was texting you about how much of a freak he was. <laughs> I, I just, I just kept the juicy details, basically. So... <laughs> So then, but the conversation doesn't end there. It's right. not like, yeah, yeah, uh, you know. And so, well, not even that. Like, you motherfucker. What is it then? <clears throat> like, let me just have the last You don't word. have to be big. You don't have to be fast. You don't have to have sharp teeth. So, you know, so what are you scared of then? It's like, you know, I've seen, I've seen, you know, small, like medium-sized dogs and just. With dull teeth. Not, not very really sharp teeth. Not very sharp teeth, but I don't want to mess with them. I'm like, ha ha, cool. That yeah. don't make no sense. Great. But yeah, like he's just getting under my fucking skin, and then all of a sudden, um, when when he starts talking about animals, right? And then he says, "You know, I've seen lots of different animals. You know, I've I've even seen uh, emu. When I was on the job, I went to a house and they had an emu. I'm like, okay. And he's like, that's like uh, one of the biggest birds, ain't it? Like, there was these times where there was long pauses, and I realized he was actually, like, asking a question or something. Oh, oh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it's, like, the second biggest bird behind the ostrich. And then he started going on. Yeah, the thing is, though, emus are smart. You know, ostriches are stupid. Stupid ostriches. And then he's, he's like, so you ever... Uh, How the fuck? He's like, you know, you know, you know Yosemite Sam? Uh-uh. Motherfucker. I should just... I need to just back this couch up and just smash you against the wall. <laughs> because why? Right? I'm just right. so frustrated. It's you like, know who Yosemite Sam is? I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, back, you know when he used to say, like, stupid rabbits or whatever he's talking about? I was like, no, I don't. But okay. I was right. like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. You know, stupid emus. Thank you for explaining your reference, bro. So then he goes on. He goes on this whole fucking soliloquy about how emus are so fucking smart and how the Australians lost a war to emus. And ch- there, there, there was a thing called the Great Emu War in Australia. They're really, And he was telling me about that. I'm like, that's cool. You know what? The person that he was doing this whole thing for was probably the one that told him all this. The person that had this emu to begin with. Um, also, I have... Is it emu or emu? I think it's emu, but he was saying emu, I think. Them, those stupid emus. Ooh, I hate it now. Yeah, he thought he was I was about funny. to argue for it, but I hate it now. And then he said he's seen... So I've seen all sorts of animals. I, I even saw tigers. You know, out, oh in, uh, out in Wilmer when they used to have a zoo? No, I don't know anything no, about I don't. that. Yeah, I'm, you know, whatever. And so he was, you know, because they had a cause, Wilmer cause, Zoo. Yeah, don't forget, he's been doing this for twenty-two years. So yeah, he not whatever Wilmer fucking. They had zoo a is. Wilmer Zoo, and the tigers kept getting out. 
That's because it wasn't a fucking zoo. It was and, somebody's shit ass backyard. Yeah, he told me they had like eight foot fences, and the tigers would just oh, jump over them and get loose. I'm sure. And so they had to shut it down because he said, you know, that place. Because it's not a zoo. So then, uh, my screen door is kind of like the latch on it. The latch ain't latching. All right. Right. So it it used to it didn't lock anyway. Like you could just pull it and it would come off. But now it like doesn't stay on the fucking right threshold. It keeps flying open. And while he was working, he was getting like freaked out because it kept like flying open and banging against the fucking porch. And you're like, oh, this is old news now. Man. And so he finally went. Sounds like someone's banging on your door. You good? Yeah, I think it's a medium-sized dog with dull teeth that's really slow. You might want to get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. And so I said. No, it's just the screen door. You know, it's, it's messed up. It's flying open. He went, oh, you sure it's not uh, time for your 3 o'clock police break-in? He said that? Yeah, and I was like, no. <laughs> like, awkward laugh. He's like, you know, you think I'm joking, but, like, you know, there's like we've had lots of experiences. And he starts telling Why other... Why do you have so much to say to me? Because he's been doing this for 22 years. He has zero friends for yeah. 22 years, <laughs> apparently. Longer than that. Yeah. So he starts telling other people's stories. And he told a story about how one of his guys came in, knocked on the door. And when the door opened, and I was waiting for it to get to the point where the police come in. Because he was like, he, he, that's what he used as a segue. Police never show up. Spoiler alert. And he felt the need to include... Because, you know, like, when we talk about people, we just say this guy came up and did that. Like, you know, this homeless guy came up and wanted a cigarette, blah, 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 blah. He felt like it's just awkward to me when he feels the need to be like, so the guy I work with, you know, he went and when the door opened up, there were three black guys in the living room. Okay, why does that matter? I was like, you can't, they can't just be three guys? They can't just be three guys? And then, but, you know, then he says, uh, and there were, uh, a bunch of money and guns on the coffee table. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm just here to set the internet up. He's like, oh, yeah. Um, I'm just here to set the internet up. I have up. a spot here, spot here. And he said the guy that he was talking to that answered the door started giving orders. And he's like, all right, y'all move the couch. Y'all pull the bed back. Y'all do this. And then we'll figure out where we're going to set the Hell internet yeah. up. And he said they were very helpful. And, Hell yeah. And stuff like that. And he got in and got out. And I'm like, Okay. okay. Like that's a What's, cool that's a cool story. Are you there. saying something about his skin tone because I'm white? They were they were very helpful. That's, that's something that we have to deal with in the South all the time. It's like if you're white and a white person comes to you that has some sort of like issue uh uh-huh. in any way or some sort of like I don't know, it's like in their blood or, you know, their parents taught them the wrong way, raised them wrong, whatever. They will immediately assume that you think a certain way about anybody that isn't white. And they'll say certain things that'll just, like... Even if it's not, like, overtly hateful. Yeah. But he thought the blackness was integral to a story about a bunch of guns Did and money on integral? the coffee table. Integral, whatever. Integral? You said integral, bro. Madison. Quit chewing bubblegum. <laughs> it makes me feel cool, okay? Integral. So, no, like, it's like thinking, I don't know, but it feels like thinking that the blackness is somehow connected to the fact that there's guns and money on the coffee table when yeah. it's like, bro, 
tons of everybody, everybody has is, guns and money boy it's the south also so right. it's like all right cool people have guns that's great if you walked into somebody like some some country dude some country white guy who had guns and money on the table you'd be like you get any deer yesterday boys yeah. but even like even aside from just like negative connotations when it comes to race i think a lot of it is this instinct of seeing white as normal which is still kind of negative, but it's not like they necess- even if they don't have directly negative, hateful thoughts about people that aren't white, white is still seen as normal. So if someone's telling someone a story, this happens a lot. I don't know if it's just the South or they what. They just say guy. It, yeah, if they it's just a say, white guy. I saw this guy, he walked up to me and we had this conversation. Right. If he's not white, you're going to know it. Oh, right. this black guy walked up to me. This Asian and because, guy. Walked and up because to me. it happens so much, I'm not saying that I haven't done that in my past. Mm. Like, because that's what you hear, especially around other white people, mm-hmm. that's what you hear. But eventually I got to a point where I was like, that didn't matter. Yeah, like, it wasn't When important. I said that Asian guy, mm-hmm. the Asian part was not integral to the story. No. So I stopped saying it. Anyway. Exactly. Sorry, we're getting on off topic. But so then the next story was, he said one of his um, coworkers went on a call where they were scheduled to be there. They rang the doorbell, and they had to ring it three times before someone came and answered the door. And it was a woman, and she answered the door, apparently, butt-ass naked. I get, I've heard those stories so much from drivers and stuff, too, from delivery driving. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever, oh, no, never mind, I'm wrong. Somebody answered the door with their boxers on. And kind of tried to flirt with me, but I'm like, I'm literally at work, and I'm a Capricorn. I'm going Bro, back to work. this is not XMXX.com. <laughs> like, this? This is not this? X-Hamster. This is, like, this ain't gonna happen. Here's your pepperoni pizza. Get your penis out of my face. Yeah, bro. We're not about to all make right. an amateur I want a video. money tip. That's all I want. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so, anyway, <laughs> she answered the door butt-ass naked, and... He uh, was like, hey, I'm, you uh, want your internet set up today, right? And she was just like, like I you want know, she goes, something set up today. Just like, and, the, and the whole time he's telling me the story, he's going through the motion. So he's like standing up talking to me and going, <laughs> with his little vest and his hat. <laughs> and he's like, so, you know, she did that. And then she went and just lay back on the couch and went to sleep. Coworker just says, nope. He reaches in, locks the door, shuts it, and goes yeah, about his way. Yeah, because I'm not about to have a lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Or if it's some fantasy of hers, or she's just fucking drunk and you don't want to... Whatever, yeah. right? Because there's questions where you want your modem, stuff like right. that. This person's drunk. Liability. She wakes up, forgot she let you in. Whatever, right. whatever. So then as he's walking back out, because he's got to do like one more thing outside... He he turns to me and he asks, um, they coming to fix this about my, my screen door issue? Because apparently it's really bothering him that it keeps happening. Do, do, do. And I said, well, I'll have to call him, but they're not coming today. And so he just pulls his drill out and fucking starts drilling into my threshold. Did he fix it? No. <laughs> I'm just sitting there on the couch, mortified, like, what the fuck are you doing? doing? You ripped my skirting off, and now you're drilling into my house. So, 
I'm pretty. What he, I think what he was trying to do was like screw the um thing that was in the threshold that like takes the latch. He's trying to screw it in tighter because he thought that would work. And then all of a sudden he tried to close it and didn't work. And he said, "Oh, this is the problem. It's it's actually the um yeah the latch had part." Had you fucking asked, I would have told you that. Exactly. What it was. He said the latch piece is wrong because you know it kept rubbing up against it and now it can't stick. Oh, thank you so and I'm much, like, sir. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like, oh my god, you could have asked me before you pulled your Holy fucking shit, drill Inspector out. Gadget. I had <laughs> no fucking idea. Which some people might be. Oh, you should be grateful. He's volunteered. No, no, no. No. <laughs> I refuse to be grateful. Actually. <laughs> no. And so, like, exactly. He could have asked me before doing his best fucking Tim the Toolman Taylor impression. Who? Right. <laughs> Idiot. So he's like, they're going to have to replace that. And it's just six... Expl- I'm looking him in his fucking eyes the whole time in my head. Just being like, I fucking know. You want to tell me what Ren is, too? <laughs> what the fuck? You want to you tell me what I need to take out for dinner tonight? So he was there forever. Like, he showed up around, like, 1230, right? He was there until, like, 4 fucking 30 working on this shit and trying to get the modem Ooh. to work. And he would just he would just be... And you've been doing this 22 years? Yeah. You should be able to throw the modem at my house and get it together in five minutes. And he would keep complaining. About what? About, like, this ain't working. Oh, how, it's, how, it's your house that's the problem. Or how long it's taken. Like, he's, you know... He, well, you know, I thought, you know, I thought it would be uh, easy. Or I wanted it to be easy so I could, you know go on to my next job and i'm like too fucking bad sorry get it done please we're not right. postponing this right. i don't know if you're trying to hint at that right get it done so but he would just be behind the couch you know to say something about what he's doing and i'd be like what was that and he'd be like oh, i'm just talking to myself oh please don't fucking do that in my house oh now that i now that i actually show interest in the fucking shit you're saying you don't want to share it with the class right. right so he would just be saying things like all of a sudden he went my whole world is nothing but a bunch of interesting things. Okay. That's cool. So he finally, like, leaves around, like, 4.30. Um, after. After. Um, for some reason. This is how random it was. No, no. This one was. Right before he left, he looks at my dog's bowl. And um, Riley has a puzzle bowl. Right, so he can't eat fast. Yeah, he likes to inhale his fucking food. So he's like, you got him one of those bowls that uh, makes him slow down when he's eating. Makes him play a little game And then, of course, eating. one of the most notorious awkward conversation moments happens after he says this. I say, uh-huh. And he repeats himself because he thought I said, huh. Oh, I hate when that happens. Exactly. So then I have to pretend to respond to it for the first time. Just let him think I said, huh? Uh-huh. And then say, yeah, because he likes to inhale his food. He's like, oh, you know, my my cat used to like to do that. You know, he's dead now. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear. I don't care about your dead cat. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your dead cat. Don't want to know anything about your dead cat. I hope, a, I hope a medium-sized dog with dull teeth killed your fucking cat. <laughs> and he went off on this fucking tangent about how... Yeah, I don't know who cried harder when my cat died. Me or my mom. Me or my like, cat. I'm going to cry if you don't leave. You or your mom? Him or his mom. He doesn't know who cried Does harder when the cat died. Does he live with his mom? No, this was like a while back, I think, when he was a kid. Cause he Bro, said, I hope he lives with his mom. His mom always acted like she didn't care about the cat. But then when it died, he's like, I think she cried harder than me. And I, I think was like, he oh, killed yeah. the cat. <laughs> and so then um, he said, well, you know, now uh, I got to go. 
get to work out on a telephone pole and whatever. And sort of just, like, went on this tiny little rant about how, like, that's not easy or something. And as I'm, I'm just, like, walking off into the kitchen, and I go, yeah, well. And then he just shuts the door and leaves. Not even a natural thing. Now, I have a couple photos to show Madison. Well. Because I, I took photos of this guy. Hold on. What? All right. All right. Let me see. So, this modem, he let me take a picture of the password. Is that his hand? That's his hand. Look at that fingernail. The whole finger is weird. I know. It's like he's got dick fingers. (laughs) He's got dicks for fingers, bro. They got, what, it, it looks like he flattened all of his fingers out. And that's him. She's now looking at a full body apparition. Oh my god, he looks like he came off of uh He looks like a Jurassic Park journey. He does, he looks like a fucking nerd. Look at him. Oh my god, no, okay, that's an Indiana Jones hat. That's exactly what that is. You think that's a like a fedora? No, that's not what those are. Fedoras well, are much different, but that that yeah, that's that's if if you know who Indiana Jones is, he's wearing an Indiana Jones hat. And then the rest of his uniform is, like, typical, you know, he's got, like, a neon vest on and his blue shirt and his khakis, like, a uniform. But Khaki he's, shorts. But he's got, like, this Indiana Jones hat on and... Big-ass glasses. Dick fingers. He kind of looks like Mr. Crocker. <laughs> in a way. Like, if Mr. Crocker was in Jurassic Park. Oh, but yeah, man. so that's my story from the week. Well, that was back. very interesting. <laughs> um, man, I got I got a couple stories, but I guess I'll just tell the one from today, and it's kind of it's kind of vulgar, but it's all in my imagination. <laughs> so just hear me out, okay? So I had to go to the dentist this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, So I called out of work, and I went to the dentist. And uh, you're supposed to get there 15 minutes early, like 10 to 15 minutes early to check in, even though check-in literally takes less than a minute because they do it all on computer now. And if if all your information's the same, you just press next, 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 save, basically, and sign your name. I still check to see if I missed anything the last eight times. (laughs) Have I developed any new diseases? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm fat now. Um, (laughs) So... So anyway, <laughs> is there an option for fat? You know the uh, that's the WWE tagline. Then now forever. So when you said I'm fat now, that's what I thought. Then now and forever, I'm fat. I've been. So, fat. so they say get there 15 minutes early. My appointment was at 8:15. So I look at the I look at their times online. Their open times online. Mm-hmm. to make sure they're open before I go walking over to the door and pull it on a closed door. Because I'm not about to fucking make a fool of myself that way. That's a walk no, back like, to your car. Yeah, like looking in through the blinds and seeing like the woman with one lamp on at the desk like, we're not open, sorry. And then I have to walk back to my car. So I look online. It says they open at 8.15. Of course, my anxious ass is like, but my appointment's at 8.15 and you want me there 15 minutes early? I don't know what to do. <laughs> So I call because I'm like, surely someone's in there. And they tell me I can go ahead and come in. They unlock the door at 8. I'm like, bitch, why does it say 8.15 on your shit then? That's probably when they take their first appointment. Well, I know because I was that. Yep. 
But they could have said they open at 8 so that people can call and make appointments. Anyway, so I get in, I check in, I sit down, they call me back. I'm there for two cavities to be filled. Um, and the, the tech, what do they call it? Uh, dental hygienist, she was real cool. Um, she sat there and like, she put the numbing stuff in my mouth and she was like, do you want the gas? And I was like, um, and she was like, just so you know, it's 35 extra dollars, non-insured, um, if you get the gas. And I was like, oh, then I won't get the gas. I always say yes to the gas. Like. <laughs> Sometimes they don't ask me though and I don't, and I'm like, I almost want to be like. Hey, I thought it I was for, the... I thought it was only for kids for mm-hmm. some reason. And so when she said it, I wanted it, but then she said it was $35, no insurance or I have insurance, but she said it doesn't go on the insurance. Yeah. And I was like, then never mind, because I knew they were going to numb me anyway. And I didn't know if they were going to make me stay an extra amount of time because of the gas. And I just wanted to get out of there. <laughs> so I was like, I ah, know I won't get the gas. So um, eventually the dentist comes in and it's the younger one because the dentist we've always gone to. There's a dad and there's a son. Um, and the dad's about to retire, actually. He's old as hell. He's old as shit. Um, but he's still kicking. Um, and then the younger one's probably like 50. So, (laughs) don't say that. Alright, so, uh, we've been going there our whole lives. Anyway, so the younger one, um, he's mildly attractive. He's not my type, but he's kind of attractive. And... So he's, I thought I was getting the older one on my teeth today. And I just was like, I don't trust it anymore. (laughs) But, but then the younger one came in and I was like, hell yeah. So he's like, um, telling me what he's told me every time, which is like your back, my back top teeth are really hard to get to. And he's like, it's common, but yours are super hard to get to. And he's like, that's why you have cavities, like one cavity on each side on those back teeth. Because you're, the way that your toothbrush works, the way your jaw works, it's just not happening. Like you're not being able to get back there. But he tells me this every time. But he like, he comes in as soon as this bitch puts this shit in my mouth, this numbing shit in my mouth where I can't fucking say and a word. he wants to ask questions. wants to ask questions. So I'm like, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh. thanks. Mm-hmm. Does that shit to me too. And so it's almost like he's lecturing me as soon as I can't fucking talk. Yeah. So I've got these two like big ass swabs in my mouth with numbing solution on them and all this gauze in my mouth for whatever reason. And he's like sitting there like, I'm sure I've told you this before, but you need to brush your back teeth, you nasty hoe. Like basically, and I'm like, Do a fluoride I rinse and uh, like, floss and yeah, yeah. All, stay away from sugary drinks. You I'm know. like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, I got you. So she takes the things out of my mouth and he's like, because of the way that the, where your teeth are, we're going to have to like pull your cheek out a lot. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, he puts like the numbing, the Novocaine or whatever in my mouth. It numbs almost immediately. I think he put a lot because never in my life have my lips gone numb. Mm. And like I went out to my car and like most of my lips, like besides the very middle mm-hmm. got numb. And I, I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. But anyway, both sides of my mouth. You got the needles in your face? And you know what? I got told three different times not to eat like they didn't trust my fat ass. Remember. 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 Don't be don't be snacking. This is your homework, okay? <laughs> That's what the therapist said too, man. 
So anyway, yeah, they're Which like... Dad, have you ever been to the dentist with Dad? Yeah, that's like the... I've never been to the dentist with Mom. Okay, so Dad and I, we, we usually schedule our appointments together. We go, we get our teeth cleaned. The first thing he wants to fucking do, he says, Hey, you want to follow me up to the donut shop? And we eat donuts with our freshly cleaned teeth. And that's why all his teeth are fake. Every fucking time. <laughs> Every fucking tooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, so... Um, so yeah, he's saying, we're going to have to like pull your cheek out and all this stuff. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. And they, he starts doing, he's like, like the whole time he always apologized. So sorry. I'm having to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry. It's uncomfortable. Like, and all he's saying the whole time, I just wanted to be a grown up so bad, but it was so hard. And he, I have to stress that I did not have any, I did not have any gas. Like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just dumb and goofy. Yeah. He's like, so sorry I'm having to stretch you like this. (laughs) Michael just got up and left the room. (laughs) And he just kept saying it, Michael. He kept saying, sorry I have to stretch you like this. And I, like only the dirtiest thoughts were coming to my mind. Naturally. Naturally. So come back into the room. Oh my lord! He just kept saying it and pulling my cheek out further. It did not hurt. There was I mean, a- it would be worse if he if he was more specific though. Sorry, I have to stretch your cheeks out. Like <laughs> no, it would be. <laughs> it wouldn't be any better. But but I'm just thinking like oh no problem doc I've been stretched like this before like my brain <laughs> sorry I have to pull your cheeks apart like I guess there's really no there's no good he way to just say it not said it he could have said are you still comfortable he could have said anything but he yeah. kept just being like sorry I'm having to stretch you so far and stuff like that and I'm like why are you talking to me like this but like my brain just goes off because I'm sitting there. it's already awkward enough to have like this man okay that's what I was thinking about I was like. It's so, like, there's no other time where, like, an attractive, like, this kind of an attractive man, like, a conventionally attractive man. Is has going, his fingers in your mouth? Has his fingers in my mouth. So then I thought of this, like, <laughs> I thought of this, like, patient testimony sign that there could be where it's, like, the only man I'll let in my mouth is Dr. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then it just says Dash patient real patient testimony and i'm just sitting there like staring at the ceiling trying my hardest not to just start busting out laughing while he keeps saying sorry i have to stretch you like this and i'm just like oh my god i cannot believe this and and then like at the end like i'm 28 years old and he's like uh good you did a great job thank you so much um real sorry we had to do that again and i'm just like i cannot believe that this just happened to me she's like all right i'm gonna um i'm gonna do this and then you can get out my fat ass <laughs> broke the chair. Madison. No, you didn't. You broke the dentist chair? So, not like... <laughs> not like... Not like Rosemary and Shallow Hal. Not like completely bent it backwards or anything like that. But when you get up, there's like a platform over to the to the side where your feet sit like on that side of the chair. Mm. I didn't know it was there. I'm already awkward and clunky, like, not fun. And so I, like, <laughs> swing my legs over the side. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was about the Novocaine, but I feel like it went up to my brain or something because the rest of my interactions in there was just, like, 
the most awkward form of Madison that I could be. Like, I was dropping my credit card and stuff like that. And again, stressing, I had none of the gas. <laughs> so I'm just like this, apparently. There, so there's zero excuse as to why I swing my legs over the side and I put all 385 pounds of myself on this platform with one foot and it starts to crack. And so I look at it and I pull my foot off it real quick and I look at the the dental hygienist and she's like, it's okay. <laughs> and I should have said, that's what you get for stretching me so much. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, clearly not okay if, obviously, you're, if you're watching me. Yeah, it's like you would say that oh, all the fat people do it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, so then Ignore me and act like you didn't she, fucking hear so it. So like after... <laughs> yeah. When I look over and you need to act busy... <laughs> Look at the computer, look at some paper, do not look at me. No, quickly glance at me so that I know that you're pretending to ignore me. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know that you know, but you're cool enough to not say a fucking word yes. about it. She's like, let me, um, let me grab a paper and I'm gonna, uh, you can follow me out. Like she said it, <laughs> she said it like... You're going to get out of my office before you break anything I have else. to get out of here real quick before you hear me start laughing at you. i got to get down the hallway and let this chuckle out real quick. Yeah, she's like, you can go up to the front. And then so I get up to the front. And an old friend of mine from high school works there now. Of course. Um, And so she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey. She's like, uh, you have a balance of $112. And I was like... For all that stretching they did in there. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, is that a good price or a bad <laughs> really? price? Really? I feel like I got used in there. You're going to charge me? <laughs> he should be paying me. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> is there a discount? I feel like it should be $5 off each time he, he has said. to apologize for stretching me. <laughs> so I feel like we should probably be down more around like $75. This one still feels a little callous. Maybe you go back in there with a drill. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, so I was like, oh, 112 Well, of course, like, I'm getting close to payday. I'm an independent woman, but I ain't always got $112 in my bank account. So in front of this old friend of mine, I'm having to get, oh, 112 Let me just move some money over. <laughs> Let me make sure I have that. Let me get it out of my Swiss bank account real quick. Like, <laughs> you can't make it look like you have money at that point. Like, let me just get on my phone and switch things over. You took a cashier's check. <laughs> can, right, now don't no. can you please wait until friday before you cash can that? i have a can i have a post-it note real quick i no. just need to do some math i just hand it back it says i owe you anyway so i paid the 112 and then we're like talking and she's like man i used my she says my mouth was is full of fillings and i was like mine too and she's like so it, it was almost like a weird thing where like i had gone to the dentist so much that as soon as I walked into a dentist, it just felt like I was on laughing gas already. And I was like, they asked me if I wanted it, but I didn't get it this time. And she said it too. She said, I always get the gas. And she was like, um, she was like talking about the Novocaine. I was like, both sides of my mouth are numb. 
and I drop my credit card because I'm fucking livid that I'm paying $112 after I just got used in a Your hands are just yeah. sh- shaking. Yeah. I dropped the credit card. I said, I feel like my whole body's numb or something, just trying to like play it off. And she that's when she goes in the laughing gas thing. And she's like, yeah, one time they didn't know me enough. And I was like, me too. And she's like, but they said, they were like, if you feel anything, just let me know. And and she raised her hand like, oh, I feel something. And I said, no, I'm not that kind of person. I'll just let it happen because I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to appease everyone, right? I don't want to cause any inconvenience to the people that are drilling holes while in my While they're mouth. stabbing me in my fucking face. And stretching yeah. my face. <laughs> stretching my mouth I've, I've like, because he knows when he's hurting me because I don't say anything. Right. I just feel like, like, he'll notice, like, I'll be doing that. <laughs> Like, I'll be, like, wincing with my eyes closed, like, my... Well, Mass is laughing because she just saw my mouth open with my cheeks vibrating. Because, you know, I'll get, like, on the front teeth and I'll shove that needle up. Oh, God. Right there in front of your front That's teeth. The worst and it one. feels like it's going into your nose. Yeah. And I'll, like, a, a, one tiny little solitary tear will go start coming out. <laughs> and I'll suck it right back in my eye. And that's usually that's usually when I get the apologies. Is I'm sorry. I know this hurts. No, you don't. Don't don't say you know what hurts. Oh, you want to know? You don't know anything. You don't know. I'm fine. Okay? I can't even say anything about it. Your yeah. hands are in my mouth. You like golly. But anyway, yeah, that's my that's my story for today. I got stretched pretty good this morning at eight fifteen, and apologized to for it. <laughs> My mouth was numb, and then I had to pay hundred and twenty fucking dollars for this shit. I think I deserve an apology now. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to hear that. Jesus. Man, I I think I've kicked up my asthma from all the laughing. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, that was crazy. So, um, <laughs> as you guys know from the first episode, we've been um, building up record collections. Yeah. Um, I've been more hyper focused. Madison's been basically just continues to fall into gold mines, apparently. So yeah. why don't you let everyone know your story about how your record collection's grown recently? You know, when you first introduced the idea of like coming back to this topic, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never gonna have anything to say because I'm not <laughs> like I'm not the type of person to go out and like go to a record store or anything, even though I like it, like mm-hmm. The only times I've gone to record stores is when I play at them. I've played at two different record stores, which is weird. But that's the only time I've gone into them. So I thought, I'm not going to have anything to say. And then this happened. And I was like, wow, I have a story. I have a, quite, the, <laughs> quite the story to tell. So <clears throat> I um, was leaving my apartment complex and at every corner of the parking lot, there's a dumpster. Yeah. And so I was driving, and I was going to mom and dad's house. And I was turning past this dumpster when all of a sudden something caught my eye. On the side of the dumpster, like on the ground, which is, I think it's called a dumpster pad. So the concrete that it sits on. Mm-hmm. There was like this some piece of technology. I I guess it might have been like a record player from like the 80s or the 90s, like black plastic type of thing. Okay. But I didn't check it out. And then on top of it was like 15 records. Nice. And I was like, 
I like I went past it and then I like stopped and I looked around me like is somebody like bringing stuff out right now like what's going on no one was there so I backed up got out of my car and grabbed all these records and put them in my car out of the dumpster not they were not inside of the dumpster they were next to the dumpster on the dumpster pad, like where the dumpster sits. Like leaned up against it or something like that? It was just... sitting on top of that record player. Okay. Like it was just like a pile of things sitting there next to the dumpster. Okay. <clears throat> so I just grab it all and I put it in my car. And I continue off to mom and dad's place. Of course, I, I shoot you a text message and dad a text message. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so this just happened. Hmm. <laughs> And you, you know, you start blowing my phone up like, is that this person? What's this? It looks like you have this record there because, you know, you kind of saw through the little stack. Yeah, like there was a corner mm-hmm. where it looked like there was a brick wall or something. I was like, is that off the wall for Michael Jackson? Just trying to be a know-it-all. And she's like, right. no, actually, it's... Right. It was the Commodores. It was the Commodores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which got dad going. He's like, the Commodores. Well, I knew really? he was. I knew he was gonna say that. Yeah. It had Al Green in there. It had uh, the Commodores. It had all kinds. Wasn't there of, some Barry White or something? Yeah, Barry White was in there. Something, some kind of record that had like, it has like a locket on it. And it's funny because I didn't. The Barry White record had. A yeah, locket. the the Barry White record is like, it at, on the front, it just has this like necklace locket. Mm. And then the locket part actually, like, they've made it to where they perforate it to where you can open it like a locket. Mm-hmm. And only <laughs> when you open it, it's Barry White's ugly ass face. You think he's <laughs> ugly? I just think he thinks he's more attractive than he actually is. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Where uh-huh. he's, just, he's like, like, and do your thing, baby. But I guess he's just not my type. I don't know. Of course, he's all like 80s out, 70s out with his perm and. Yeah, his gold like, chain and stuff like that. And it had, like, the inside of the record had, like, his bare chest. Or maybe that was the, the outside of the record had his bare chest. It was really weird. Somebody's slamming doors outside, and I'm getting tired of it. I like they keep opening the door and shutting Yeah, that's head. what they do all the time. It's like they can't decide whether they want to be inside or outside. Is that you're across the street? Maybe? No, I think that... I mean, it might be across the street, but... Okay, well... Anyway, so... Um, mom, actually, I go to mom's place, mom's place of business first because she's giving me a key because that weekend I was having to babysit tequila, mm-hmm. the chihuahua we were talking about a little while ago. Yeah. And, um, so I needed a key for the apartment. Um, so I went by her business first and she came out with a key and she's like, you don't need to leave those records in there. I was like, I just found them by the dumpster. She was like, well, when you get to the house, when you get to my place, dad's uh, record player is in a box in the, you know, den area that they have set up. And he's got that little black suitcase. Right. So I went, when I got, she's like, check them all out, make sure they're all good. When I picked them up, they still felt cold to the touch, like they had literally just been put out there. That's good. Yeah. So I went... And I checked out all of them, and aside from a little bit of, like, scratchiness on some of them, all perfectly fine. Some of them were not the records, like, the sleeve was different than the record that was inside. Yeah. And some of them were, like, um, instrumental stuff, like, very, like, I'm getting up and I'm making myself some breakfast type of New Orleans jazzy 
calm type shit. Yeah. Really cool. Some of them were like, you know how like the now 98 and stuff like that is where it's like uh-huh. a multitude of songs or multiple songs from different artists. Some of them were like that. Um, yeah, back then they would call it like Reflections <clears throat> or something like that, yeah. I think the most popular record I probably had was the Al Green with I'm Still in Love with You or whatever the song is called. Uh-huh. Um, that was probably the most popular record that I had in that collection, but yeah, it was a lot of like Motown and all that kind of stuff in there, and I was, oh, I was I'm obsessed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, the funny so, thing about you is like, if someone was like more of a record aficionado or like someone that was like really into this and wanted high quality records, things that they would be like, oh, this isn't good. A lot of that stuff is stuff that you really like. Oh, yeah. Like if the record is like crackling or something like that, like when it's cause it's not supposed to. No, it adds to the ambiance. You like it. You're like, oh yeah, it makes it sound old. Or someone would be like, yeah, I don't like that. But you, you... Because you showed, you had like a Bing Crosby Christmas album or something, Yeah, and it you? was a little bit like... And so he's singing about, what was it, Chestnuts or Roast on Open yeah, Fire or Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And it has that... And so, like, in cases like that, yeah, I could see where it sort of fits the ambiance. Well, it's kind of like the way that you hear it whenever somebody does it in a movie. Mm-hmm. But like a record nerd would be like, oh man, you got crackling. That's that's not I'm good like, quality. fuck you, I got crackling. That's high quality, dude. <laughs> that adds to the room, yeah. in my opinion. But anyway, that's <clears throat> that's my record story. All When I played all of them, I put them all on that record. Your stack there. is about twice as big now, if not yeah. three times as big. Um, probably three times as big as yeah. it was. and um, So I probably have like 20 or so records now. I have more than me now. And um, all of them have been, or no, most of them have been free. Mm-hmm. I think two of them, a, a Seals and Crofts and a Billy Joel, I bought. Okay. Um, at a record store. But aside from that, they've all been just handed to me. So I guess I'm just going to keep living this uh, Goodwill life being handed things like that and yeah i got maybe the same amount of records but it's cost me 150 to 200 bucks wow yeah wow. so well tell your story man um my story actually is a little longer mm-hmm. um and not necessarily as lucky so it started out with so you remember how i said i don't want a lot of modern stuff that's been repressed on vinyl but if i do it's got to fit like i can hear this coming out of a record player type right. vibe right one of those is the album 17 from xxx Tentacion. which is so strange like i just couldn't no <clears throat> i couldn't hear that coming out of a record player like, which that's I- the album that's got it's got all like the sad songs and the reflective songs and the acoustic guitar and piano and stuff like that it's none of the like high energy right. um bouncy sort of you know stuff like that um with suggestive themes necessarily um so anyway and i saw that he they had re-released all of his stuff on vinyl and that that was the only album of his i would want on vinyl um because because the theme of it and it was so hard to find because again where i live i'm worried that like 
But what if they put it in the big community mailbox because it won't fit in our tiny mailbox that's where everyone else's mailboxes are. And then something else gets put in there and it gets hurt. What if I got to buy a P.O. box? What if this? What if that? So I always want to know if it's at a store first before I order it to hopefully show up at my house in one piece. It's not at this store. It's not at this store. I'd already checked the Walmart and the Target that were near my house earlier that day. And I'd been out um, that morning working because um, I, de I deliver food. And I was going to go back out that night. And my plan was go to work from 6 to 8 during dinner rush. After that, the Target down at the mall closes at 10. So I can make it down there because everywhere else says not in stock. Here it says limited supply. So I'm like, hmm, you know. Maybe they got a bigger collection. There's a few of those lying around. And then you message me and ask me what's up. Because we had kind of been talking about the show and stuff like that. And um, if the audience doesn't know this by now, I don't like turning down chances to hang out with my sister. We have a lot of fun together and... We don't always get to see each other that much unless we're recording. So I was like, oh, maybe we'll get to hang out, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So I was immediately ready to cast aside my plans, especially because my wife was about to go work an overtime shift and make a lot of money. So it's like, it's not really like I have to go to work tonight. So I was immediately like, oh, you know, I was just going to go get that record acting as if I was going to do it now <laughs> and asking her if she wanted to go with me. Madison's response back was, Oh, you know, well, I'm not feeling good. And I had a bad day at work, so I don't really want to leave the house. And, like, I I got to do art for someone that's due tomorrow. I got to go to work tomorrow. And so it was funny because it was immediately dawned to me, oh, she was just, like, checking in. I this feel, is just a conversation. I feel bad the way that you put it now. But, it, but that's nice, though. It's very sweet. Like, it was like, oh, she's just being thoughtful and, like, wanting to know what's going on with me. Where my first thought was, you know, oh, you know, she wants to see if I got plans. Well, yeah, a lot of times, to to give you the benefit of the benefit of the doubt, I don't like. I I found out it's a phobia actually, but I don't like going into big stores on my own. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I'm cowering in fear. I will do it. Yeah. If I have to, but I would rather have somebody there with me because mm -hmm. otherwise I'm very in my head and I think everybody's looking at me and I just. I can't. Like, yeah. I'd rather have someone there with me. So, to your credit, a lot of times when I message you, mm -hmm. I am messaging you to say, will you go do this with me? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And, but, so then <laughs> she texted me back and said all that, and then I was like, oh, well, I guess I will go to work then, right? So, um... It's time to go to work and I'm leaving the house right it's right around six I walk out and what we do when we leave so we don't have to lock both locks when we walk out is we lock the bottom lock that's on the doorknob close the door lock the deadbolt right and so I lock the bottom lock walk outside shut the door turn around put my hand in my pocket and I don't have my fucking keys naturally naturally <laughs> so I'm just, I just stand there dumbfounded at myself and I guess just like felt in my pocket a couple more times just hoping that by some magic 
or by some Mandela effect, within a couple seconds, I'll be in the dimension where I have my fucking keys. <laughs> Didn't happen, right. unfortunately. Mandela effect debunked, by the way. <laughs> the keys are at that guy's house in Halloween Town, too. Oh, God. Calabar? No, Calabar's the bad guy. Yeah, so I, um... So I have to text Madison, like, right after that. And tell her. And I'm thinking in my head, maybe we will get to hang out today. So I, um... I text Madison, I tell her. I text my wife and tell her. And then here's the here's the thing. I have to ask my mother-in-law for a favor. I don't know if anyone has a mother-in-law. It can be very awkward to ask them for favors. For me, at least. I don't know. Like, she and I have a pretty good relationship, but just, like, not in a group chat, texting her one-on-one. Hey, could you help me with this? Not a fun experience, right? So, I text her, and... Um, she comes over with her husband and she gives me two keys to try to get in the house. Neither one of them work. Where did you find these keys? (laughs) Well, one of them was like a mystery key on her bathroom counter. Another one was the one she was pretty sure wasn't going to work that she thought was probably from our old apartment. Gotcha. Neither one of them works. So I bring them back and I hand them to her. And the first thing she says after she's like, they didn't work. I'm like, yeah, she, her husband starts getting out of the car and she asks me, what kind of latch do I have on my window? I'm just like, really? A latch. One that locks it. So, so we go up and we check, right? And, you know, he starts going off on like, well, you know, one time I had to open her window with a water bottle. I'm like, hey, one time I had to ask you what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) What does that mean? <laughs> so it seems like a window that he's not going to be. It, it's not the right window for him to fucking open or whatever. So he goes and he basically just stands in front of my door with his hands on his hips staring at it for a while. You know, the man, the man stare thinking about what he's going to do. By this time, I'm already like, you two need to leave. Neither one of these keys works. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> That's my that's my thing. And I've already gotten texts from you and uh, Alexandra, I think, at this point where, you know, you're asking if um, you need to pick me up or you're asking me if the keys work or whatever it is. And she's saying, well, you know, if nothing else works, you can come up and get the key for me. Of course, so, I, I, I haven't offered any kind of, like, help because at this point, like, my house key and my car keys are not together. Yeah. Just because when I got my apartment keys, they were already on a little, like ring thing like one of those little like springy yeah armband things and and i didn't want to like not have either one of my ways of being inside of something yeah so i keep them separate so i'm i'm not thinking he doesn't have any keys now yeah i'm thinking he at least has his car keys he can just go get the spare key from alexandra Mm -hmm. so like, so I already have that in my in my head. Like, all right, well, that's the plan now. Is I guess Madison's gonna have to give me a ride over there, because I don't want to just ride in the back seat with them. Like, I I've already inconvenienced them, and it's awkward to be around them, especially without Alexandra. Whatever, whatever. So 
he stands there and he stares at it for several seconds. He turns his head and he goes, how bad do you want to get in? Um, mm-mm. So I immediately respond. Not bad enough that I'm going to lose my security deposit. And then <clears throat> he doesn't understand that I'm, I'm trying to tell him no. So remember how I told you I had to act like I was entertaining old AT&T guys conversations? It was like that here where I knew I'm going to dismiss you two and my sister. Well, I have my plan. I just have to act like I'm giving any consideration to yours instead of cutting you off and telling you to get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> like you need to leave. <laughs> We're not doing any of this. So he starts talking, well, you know, I could remove your weather strip right here or at least halfway. And I'm already looking at it like that's metal. I don't know how flexible it is. If you only try to take it halfway and you bend it, what if it fucking breaks? Right. Fuck you. Leave. God. So he's just going, he says that. And then, you know, we get a piece of plastic or, you know, a credit card or something. Because you only got the bottom lock locked, right? We, you know, that's pretty easy. We just slide the thing in and open the door. And the whole time I'm just looking at him like, no, 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 obviously. So then I have, he says, I just need, you know, a screwdriver. just need to get a Phillips head. And so I asked him, I was like, do you have that with you? Or, and he said, no, I'll have to go back and get it. And I was like, that's my opportunity to let him know that I don't want him to have to do that, right? So I say, no, you don't have to do that. You know, um, Alexander said I can go up and get the key from her, you know, and I can just get my sister to bring me up there. So he goes and sits in the car and they're not pulling out. They're not leaving. And I get on the phone with you because you would just text me, did the keys work? So that's when I call you. And the first thing I say is no. And so I'm talking to Madison here and telling her what's going on. And I'm trying to, like, use sign language to get them to leave. So I'm on the phone with you, and I turn, I point to the phone, I give a thumbs up, and I wave. So pointing, she, on the phone, thumb, can do it, wave, bye. Goodbye. They won't leave. They have yet to leave. They're just not looking at you I'm just like... Yeah, bye. Why is he doing And then, while I'm on the phone with you, and you, uh, this is the time where you're asking me, oh, wait, your your car keys are on a different key ring than your house keys? And she goes, Michael. So I got to tell you, I, to wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. I go down there, and she asks me the same exact thing. So I have to tell her, uh, no. She's like, okay, I was asking because, like, I was going to see if she needed us to go down there and get the key from her. I was like, well, that's what I'm on the phone with my sister about. She can do it. So anyway, um... You come and get me, and obviously traffic was a bitch the entire time, right? And well, so- I, I live, like, at a midpoint, I would say, maybe, like, maybe, like, 60-40. Like, 40 to your house, 60 to her job. Mm-hmm. I, but I basically live at a midpoint between y'all's house and her, her job downtown. Yeah. So, I'm driving all the way... But it, it was like five or six o'clock, or what it, time it was, was it? it was, well, at this point, by the time you at least got to my house, I think it was around uh, maybe seven or oh, something okay. like that. 
And so it was already, I'd already given up on going to work at that point. I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to right. work. And I guess I am hanging out with Madison tonight. So I pick you up and we we start heading downtown. Yeah. And anyone that lives Mobile knows that once you get to a certain light downtown, like around Azalea, every light is trash. Oh, and, and people don't know how to drive. No one knows how to drive. No, I, coined, I, I figured out that once you pass, pass Hillcrest... Mm-hmm. Everything past Hillcrest, nobody knows how to drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we deal with that on the way there. And in my head, I'm thinking maybe maybe I'll have time to still go to the mall. But I don't think I can get Madison to take me because she's really not feeling well. And I don't think she wants to do that. And I've already getting her to go out of her way to do this for me tonight. And so... We get down there, we gotta wait for a while for my you know, wife to get some time to come give it to us. So she finally does, she comes down, gives us the key, and we leave. And then it takes a long time to get back. Maybe yeah. not as long as it took to get there. No, there was less people on the road, yeah, but I get you home. It takes a it takes a long time to get back. And the thing is, it's getting like I'm looking at the clock and it's like, all right, it's twenty minutes to closing time. Maybe could I make it? All right, it's six, it's seven. Like, it, I think it was around like I was like, oh. Like by the time we got back to my house, I think it was like eight, seventeen or eighteen minutes until closing. And time. that Target is literally like five minutes from my house. Yeah. But. But we drove past it. <laughs> yeah, we we driven past it because I didn't want to like because right. I already kind of brought it up like when I thought we'd have to wait on her or something before we decided we'll just go to where she works and wait. Maybe we can go there and do it or. Even when I asked, hey, do you want to go do that? When you're asking me what I was up to and you said, I don't feel good. I don't really right, want to go right, out. Right, right, right. So I didn't want to bring it up again. And so I'm just thinking, May- maybe I could still make it. And so we catch every light. And then I think of a shortcut. I'm like, all right, let's take the shortcut. Right? Ends up not being a shortcut. And it's not your fault. There's no it's lights just, in this neighborhood. It's really not a short. I mean, it's not that it, bad. Well, but. it's like, but it's it's a neighborhood, and we had to turn a lot, so there was, we had to, you know, she had to drive slow, and it was dark, and, you know, I had to tell her where to go, so it wasn't like as if I was in the car, and like, I know where to go, so I can drive a little faster, right. and stuff like that. So I'm sitting there like, I don't think this is a shortcut anymore. And so we get there, we park, and then... And then I slow it down even more because I'm like, do you have anything? Yeah, to so I had to go inside and get Madison a Capri Sun. Because I was thirsty as shit. And so I go, I run in there, get a Capri Sun, say, how do my dog Never mind quick? that we already went to the gas station and you went inside and got me a whole smart water and I drank it in under five minutes. Oh, yeah, that reminds me about the um, Cool Ranch Dorito flavored Lay's potato chips. Okay. Okay, they were, okay, if you see these motherfuckers, it's like limited edition Cool Ranch Dorito flavored Lay's potato chips. It's literally sour cream and onion. That's all it tastes like. So it is not. There is zero Dorito flavor. Yeah. It is just sour cream and onion. Yeah, not great. Anyway. So anyway, so I run out, give her that, and then I go sit in my car. And here's the funny thing, and I'm telling you now, I was sitting there because I knew... I was sitting there and Madison wasn't leaving right away. And I'm like, she's sitting there trying to fucking open the straw and get it into the Capri Sun. No, I got because, it in there real quick. Because but. I I didn't want to go through the awkwardness or make her feel bad. I didn't want her to see me pull out of my house and leave immediately. 
Like, I just, yeah. Because she would to, be like, oh, I could have done that for him or whatever. Or think I'm mad at her or anything like that. No, you need, so, to, you need to spend some time in your fucking house now that I've spent all yeah. this time to take you somewhere. So I just sat in the car and, and luckily she went out a whole different way to where I was like, oh, cool. We only, she didn't, have I didn't to see, she didn't have to see this happen. I just turned around at that, like place where the three oh so you came back and saw that my car wasn't in the driveway okay so i back out and i leave and of course i'm in traffic with a bunch of people that aren't in a hurry and i'm catching every light so by the time i'm pulling up in the parking lot and going past the front doors of the target to see what's going on it's like 42 seconds until they close because when i left it was like 17 minutes until closing all right if i get there at like 9 58 Maybe they'll You're still have to technically off. let me in, and I just got to get one thing, and I'll be out, right? So I get there. It's like not, literally. Just I, imagine you do make it. Yeah. You get inside. You're the last guest. You're the last customer. Yeah. Just imagine the 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 people that work there that are like that dude must have really wanted that fucking record, dude. Yeah. Like, Can't come tomorrow. Like, <laughs> so literally. It's 9.59, I'm rolling past the front door, and I see the dude. You know how they'll have, like, the employee that gets all the carts? He's mm-hmm. standing in the way, like, inside with all the Target carts, just standing there. I'm like, oh, he's probably the guy that's going to tell me to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And even though I spent all that fucking anxiety and time trying to get down there in time, once I was there, I was like, I can't be that guy. And so you just went home? No. Oh. I checked to see what the Walmart's hours were. Oh my god. And I went to that Walmart. Um which it's I guess if you're gonna go to a Walmart, it's probably I guess you could say the sketchiest Walmart you could go to. Which one is it? Um, the one that is right down the street from the mall. Off that service road. Bro, I don't even know. You don't know? I don't know about that Walmart apparently. Okay. Anyway. Well, ahead. anyway, um, so I go there because they close at 11. I think Schillinger's pretty fucking sketchy. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll go there and see. Um, well, Schillinger has on hands, though. I don't know how that takes away from the sketchiness. It doesn't. It makes me feel... It adds it, to it. It makes me feel better. It adds to the ambiance of the sketchiness. So anyway, I go, and because I'm like, all right, I don't know if they're going to have this album, but I'm at least going to make myself feel better and get a fucking record tonight. Right. So I go there and I'm looking around and I actually I actually get two records. All right. Um I get a gold Simon and Garfunkel record. It's the greatest hits. It's great. It's right. great. Great. We'll bring a tear to your eye. Art I Garfunkel. Gar- I have an Art Garfunkel album. I love his voice. Yeah. I love him. So anyway, I got that, and I got, I think, the first Led Zeppelin album. Because mm-hmm. I already have the fourth. I haven't listened to it yet. I know every song on it. I just haven't put it on record yet. And I, So now I have the first Led Zeppelin and the fourth Led Zeppelin, and the other new edition is Simon and Garfunkel. And so I go to the self-checkout, except the self-checkout line is long as shit, and I can't tell if there are two lines or am I going to get in trouble for skipping somebody? Like, it was so disorganized, right? And so there was a regular register open. So I'm like, all right, I'll go over there. And I got to wait for a while. 
And okay, I I looked I had to look like the weird fucking nerd in there because I'm waiting at the conveyor belt and when it's finally time like the dude in front of me is ready to go. I have to put down put my two vinyl records on the conveyor belt and then this package of uh plant-based jerky You're that I got. Dork. And like, yeah, here's the fucking nerd the the dork, the geek. Yeah, he's got his fucking classic vinyl records and his fucking vegan jerky. Sit under one lamp and eat his vegan jerky and listen to his fucking. Listen to Simon and Garfunkel. You cry alone, loser. (laughs) God damn. Drink his wine. Jesus, all of that happened. (laughs) You fucking loser. All of that happened. So psycho bastard. So I gotta wait and. I got the cashier who was just like done with the day or whatever, but you 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 probably done this where you sit there and like you're waiting for the moment that you can take your card out and like what you're gonna say is thank you have a nice day or whatever, where. When I said thanks, have a nice night. He just said, "All right then." You have nothing. Say it. You don't want to say it back. Reciprocate. <laughs> but anyway, so I leave and the guy that one of the other guys in line that was in front of me he's like super sketchy so we're walking out he's in front of me he had a whole cart even though all that he had was just enough to fill up the child seat it was like some milk and whatever right. else. and he's walking out and the lady you know the people like the the ticket checkers or whatever yeah. that like if you're trying to walk out with a fucking tv she just waves at him hi you know hi. and he just like stares at her as he walks by and then he keeps Ugh. turning around and looking at her as he's walking out. Like, he thinks that, like, she's suspicious of him or something. He keeps turning around, like, with this weird look on his face. And then he starts giving me the look because I'm walking behind him. I'm like, right. God damn it. So we get out. He goes one way. I go the other way. Right. Except then I find out I'm in the wrong aisle. And I'm going to have to intersect with him to get to my car. Uh-oh. I have to go through the other aisle to Uh-oh. get to my fucking car. Uh-oh. And so I'm like, that's great. So I get there, and then I stand in this parking spot to let him go by, and I just pretend to look at my phone. Great play, you know, 10.30 at night in the middle of the sketchiest fucking Walmart in town. Stand there, not looking at your surroundings. Just to avoid an awkward situation, right? Right. I'll let him walk by, and then this car um, starts coming out right before I walk out into the uh, road or whatever part of the parking lot. So I step back, I wave him on. And then he takes this big old turn like he's coming to the parking spot. And so I got to move out of his way. And, I, st- you know, I keep walking. And then all of a sudden he puts his window down. And he's like, hey, man. I'm like, oh, shit. So I say, yeah. Is that, is that plant-based jerky, dude? So I say, yeah. And uh, he, he, he does the fucking two fist on the chest. And he's like, you smoke that good weed? And, uh, and so I politely declined. I said, no, I don't. No, thank you. And he just went about his way. Weird. This it's That good weed. Yeah, he smoked that good weed. So I go, I continue to walk and get in my car. Get you the know, fuck sit out down. Of and then, yeah, it's like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. For some reason, like the whole ride home, I'm like feeling, emo- I start bullying myself in the car. <laughs> because I like I can't believe I just bought plant based jerky no, and not- seven and Garfunkel <laughs> records. Cause like 
this is honesty hours, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I almost felt like I was going to cry. For what? Well, I think it was just everything else that had happened that day. And I felt like I had inconvenienced everyone with locking myself out of the house. And this person has to come up. But this person has to come up. I got to bring you. And all, and all this sort of shit. And I don't get to and the, the target on time. And an asshole. And all this sort of shit. And when I put my fucking vinyl records in my jerky on the conveyor belt, other people started putting their groceries on behind it. And it was too close. So I had to scoop my shit up. <laughs> it's okay, man. And then I... As a recovering addict, which has been like over, it's been almost four years now. That's wild. Get offered weed. And I don't think that's happened yet. And so that, that was like a first. But it was like, I almost felt like crying. And I didn't know why. I was like, is it because I can feel the contrast of how I used to be versus how I am now? But then I was like, Michael, like I was literally talking to myself. and Why the fuck do you think you're about to cry now? Even if you were still smoking, you would have still told this guy, no, it would have been the same exact situation because you don't know if he's a cop. You don't have any cash on you. You're not about to go back in there. He's and a fucking stranger. Stand you're in, in line. the sketchiest fucking yeah, Walmart ever. Get some fucking bubble gum engine. No, let me get You fucking, don't know if he was going to steal your yeah, salmon and Garfunkel. Let me get $10 cash back, right? You didn't exactly. want to share your jerky. Yeah, if he, if he wants to, if he wanted to weigh it up, I'd have to get in his car next. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. All this sort of shit. I would have still said no, but I don't know. I, for some reason, it was just an emotional moment for me because I think it was maybe the first time since I stopped using marijuana that someone had offered it to me and I had the opportunity to turn it down. Um, But yeah, like the whole ride home, I was just like, what the... F- why? why? Why are you feeling like this some days are just like that i mean you had a lot of things you were go 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 Mm -hmm. things didn't things didn't go as planned Mm -hmm. and you just went with it and sometimes at the end of the day your body just needs to release something like that but so if i was still smoking i think that might have been another thing because i think a lot of it was subconscious and that's why i couldn't break it down right of like maybe it's the maybe I'm thinking oh I maybe I used to be in a situation where I might think about saying yes and I'd be I was stupid back then and I'd wasted all this time or the other thing is that maybe it triggered this memory in my head of yeah if a day went like this three years ago I'd be I would have loved I would have already had my own I wouldn't have had to say yes to him I would have loved to have gone home put on one of these records if I was collecting records and fucking light a bowl. Right? But I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I, I'm still trying to break down what made me emotional. But anyway, um, so that... are you going to go into how you got the other record? Yeah. All right, Real quick. On. Yeah, go ahead. So, the, a couple days later, I actually do go down to that Target during the daytime. And they have, like, six of this record all sitting in different spots. So, I get it. Um... The whole time I'm in there, I keep having to pull my fucking jeans up. I'm so sick. I'm fat. My pants shouldn't fall down. That's one of like the one. That's my pet peeve. Little bonus. You say of that being fat is like no, 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 no. At least no, my no, pants no, are no, tight. Nope, not nope. I don't like when pants are too tight. No, what I'm saying is your pants wouldn't fall down if you wore them over your belly. I do. I I know. I was pulling them up over my belly button, like having to like. Let me go in the fucking makeup aisle real quick, put this album down, look sketchy, like look around and see if anyone's looking at me. 
and then pull my <laughs> pants up into my fucking asshole. You just need a belt. And they would still be falling. And I'm like, you ain't got no hips. Bro. I got the Hank Hill hips. <laughs> I'm fat, but I got inverted hips. So it's like gaining weight doesn't make pants fit any no. tighter. They keep falling it's, down. Yeah, it's like putting pants on a triangle. Yeah, so the whole time I'm there, <laughs> and the whole time I got to walk back out to my car, I'm pulling my pants up. But anyway, I get the record. I go home and I um I put it on and it sounds pretty good. There's a couple areas where like did I just hear it repeat itself or did it the, skip? This is the XXX record. Yeah, this is the brand new. And so then I flip it to side B and there's so much more skipping. Just like so much. Just like skipping like, you know, ten seconds into the song and Dang. all sorts of shit. And I'm just like, what is going on? So I take it off when it's done. And I see that there's, like, hair and little, like, pieces of debris or whatever on it. And I'm like, how the fuck did that... Was the record rag dirty now? So I, I, I washed and dried my record wipe and then wiped it down and tried to play it again. And a lot of the same issues were still there. I'm like, this is brand new. So I didn't know if it was maybe... Because this is the first time I got, I guess what you would call a, a digital transfer or whatever, where it was something that was originally released... As a digital thing, and, and then got switched over. It has over. nothing to do with that. I bet you anything. It was, it was bought mm-hmm. and returned, mm. and they resold it without looking. Yeah. So now, I gotta. Um, I'm gonna see if they take returns or exchanges, and maybe it, maybe I'll get try it again, right? Um, but yeah. So. Not like one experience started kind of bad, but then I went home, put on some Simon and Garfunkel. I will jerky. admit, yeah, I sat there eating jerky. Was listening it good? To some, it was really good jerky. And you didn't bring me none. No, and because no. I ate the whole bag that night, just sitting there no, listening you went to, to the dentist. You don't need any jerky. Simon and Garfunkel and fucking crying, like just yeah. just like you described it, except for I don't think I only had one lamp on in the house. <laughs> there were more lights than that, but it was like I'm listening to the boxer, right? right? Um, you know, knock him down and cut him till he cried out in his, what, till he cried out, I don't know, in his anger and his shame, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, but the fighter still remains. I'm sitting there like tearing up, eating jerky. <laughs> I did not have a good day. Yeah. Right? And then the other thing started out good because I found the album and then ended with, oh great, I finally get this album and it's fucking scratched. But all that being said, I have had a good day so far today. Good. Um, I woke up, found out that um, apparently at some point, maybe with having Amazon or whatever, um, we don't have Disney Plus, but we do have an app called Disney Now. Open it up, and they have a DCOM section. Disney Channel Original Movies. <gasps> and so I I'm watched... I'm going to need that password. I watched boy. Phantom of the Megaplex. Great movie. And Don't Look Under the Bed today. Do you know how much I love... It's great. That's the one with the boogie person. La that... Livre de Boogie. The Boogie Book? I love Boogie him. Book. I had the biggest crush on him when I was little. Larry Houdini? Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah. I just loved the color of his eyes in that movie. He was great. And I just had the biggest crush on him when I was little. But I loved that movie. The random kiss at the end. I, don't, I didn't get it. Very strange. I didn't understand why that had to happen. Even as like a five-year-old, I was like, mm. That's I'm... not part of the story. What's going on? But anyway, like... I watched those, and when I went outside, um, 
I had to. It felt really great today. It felt good. It was cold. It's cold. You walk out. Or it's not cold. cold, but it's cool. And we and, and like, and like yeah. it's one of those days where like there's not a cloud in the sky. It's just pure blue sky. It's and sunny, wind but yeah, and cool. And it's like one of the first. Like we don't get fall very much down here. Not anymore. No. And and it. it but we had when it, it. When it happens, it's like wow. And of course, it's only happening. We have to give. Credit where credit is due. To, to a hurricane. A hurricane that's that's going yeah. through Florida right now. But so we have a we have like three pine trees in our front yard, right? And so we got all this straw on the yeah, porch it's all and in the yard. Porch it's in, it's inconvenient for her. She doesn't like it, right? She's like, We gotta we gotta rake and stuff like that. And I'm just like, it looks so nice. And then guess what? Well that's because we that we, these, our whole Our whole life was that. Our whole yard had pine yeah, straw in it. Growing up, so but the other thing was, that was really cool, because I was even looking at, I was like opening the window, and be like, babe, look out the window, look, 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 look. Because it's such a rare sight in Mobile, Alabama. Big orange and yellow leaves on the ground. Really? And it's From just, where? just like you this do, little kid in me, just, just like, like bouncing up and down, like, it's actually do you fall. have oak trees in your yard? Uh, no, as far as I know, it's, it's, it's just, pine, just trees. pine trees. So I so wonder where they came from. It's been real windy, so I think they're blowing in from somewhere wow. else. But it's like just big, crunchy, yellow Did you go grab leaves. them? Uh-uh. I just, That's I, something, because we're from the south and we don't get foliage like that. Mm-hmm. Mom, do you remember mom collecting leaves? Like, she she has like a scrapbook. I don't know if she still does. Uh, yeah, I do. But there would, like, and we would collect them on occasion. Kinda I put like, like a piece people... of paper over it and like do the pencil yeah, where you, you get, the, that, you get yeah. the shape and the texture and the paper. flatten out these like leaves that are huge that have all these col- beautiful colors in them. Small leaves, like we had that uh, Japanese maple or whatever in the mm-hmm. backyard and that would kind of change to like a, a maroon color red and we, but anyway, yeah, I mean. Yeah, we didn't have any red, but it was a bunch of like orange and yellows and stuff and it was so nice. Yeah, I was walking my dog out in the front yard because we walked her out to her car. We said bye to her, and then I'm walking through the front yard just, like, looking down at all these leaves and smiling, like, autumn is actually happening in my front yard. Super dope. That being said, I think that's a good segue into actual spookiness. Let's get actual into Actual spookiness, man. We got a couple games. Um, again, we're going to start with a stand or band, and then we're going to go into a new game, and I'll go through all the rules. Um, that one's called... Uh, common denominator so let's get into standard band i am in charge this time yep it's halloween time baby okay so we both thought we were gonna talk that's fine um madison thought she was gonna talk the same reason i'm about to say that she's gonna talk She's actually our game host this week. Usually I, it's me, but I I wanted her to do it this time. I'm the host. I want to play. Um, this is a show, or this is a game we call Stan or Ban. Also, I'm not that good at this, as we found out with what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, with Stan or Ban, if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, um, Stan or Ban is a game we play, which is basically just you either stand it or you ban it. Um, right now we're doing the spooky edition of that, so it's all Halloween themed. Um, and we had a great time doing it last time, so it's just a a good opportunity for discussion and maybe some funny moments. So, let's get into it. So, 
The first one I have is Horror Remakes. Ban. Ban? Ban it. Um, I don't really have an opinion on this. Because, like, you only get, unless you want to use your one on the fence thing, like, it's really just, like, either, if I stand it, that means I'm totally fine with there being more of this. Ban it is, like, I'd rather live in a world where we didn't do this shit. I think there's opportunity for eventually somebody to stumble upon something fantastic. Yeah. It just never gets done right. Like, it feels like it never gets done right. Like, they they have altered the fucking Halloween timeline, like, two or three different times now. Like, where it's like, he is her brother. Oh, wait, no, he's not. Oh, he's dead. Oh, wait, we retconned that. He's actually alive. Yeah, I'll go ahead and or say... Or now here's a whole brand new story about him. Like, all the shit. I'll go ahead and say ban, just because it doesn't really, like, affect my life either way. So I'm just going to say ban because I don't give a shit. I, yeah, I'm going to say ban because Jason ends up in space. No. No, he doesn't, actually. Stop watching Friday the 13th. If you don't stop watching after the first movie when the mom is the bad guy, and you keep watching at the second movie where all of a sudden the little imaginary boy in the lake is now a full-grown man with a fucking bag on his head, cool. Either the second or the third, you should probably stop watching. I for some reason, was tempted to watch the fourth, watched him get his fucking head hacked to pieces by Corey Feldman, and said, no, that is it. He's, he is dead. I have decided Jason finally fucking died in the fourth one. And I don't care. I think, like, the one thing that's coming to my mind is that there, that we, I've only watched the remake of Wicker Man. Which is basically a comedy. I feel like the original with Christopher Lee probably wasn't as fucking funny. <laughs> it's only it's only it's it's funny only because it's Nicolas Cage. But I mean, there's a few other reasons. Yeah, it, well, it, yeah, there's a lot, but it all has to do with his dumbass for the most part. <laughs> but anyway, if I watch the original, which I have not, Me I neither. might have a different like I might I might say ban I'm, I don't know. Um but just based off of the fact that they chose Nicolas Cage for the part, mm-hmm. I I think the first one was probably better anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, my next, my next standard band okay. is Halloween masks. And what I mean by this is like, you know, when you're wearing a Halloween costume and it comes with one of those like rubbery masks. Stan. Stan. I stand that. I'm a ban it. I stand it because I can see where you're where you're going with it. Maybe I'll let you speak for yourself, but it can be uncomfortable and sweaty. But like, there's so many times that have just, like when I'm at work or whatever it is, when I get a whiff of something, I'm like, "That smells like a Halloween." This mask. smells like the inside of a Halloween mask, and it takes me back to being inside of a Halloween mask so, on Halloween. Yeah, so this is all nostalgia. So thing. it's got that nostalgia, and it's that experience of being fully in a costume in a mask. Yeah, but you're kind of a freak. Like you, you, um, (laughs) oh, go ahead. You said it now. Like, I feel like as a child, like that was very much like making something happen for you. Like, I'm going to be a different person. Like now, now I can be a piece of shit and nobody will know who I am. 
I didn't do anything I know, bad. But I, I'm sure that the thought of uh, like came about where you're just like, I could probably kill someone right now. Jesus, I did. Remember that big plastic uh, Michael Myers after yeah. we had, and I was Michael Myers for like three years in a row because. I used to not, like, when Dad put that on around Halloween in the living room, I would go to my room. I didn't want to watch it. Did not like it. And he wanted to watch the whole series. Like, he's getting blown up with dynamite and floating down a river, but he's still alive. I was scared out of my fucking gourd. Once I was, like, what, in middle school or something, I started watching them, and I really liked it. Um, And I think that was probably around when I started doing it. So it was, like, all through middle school, like, 11, 12, and 13, I think I was Michael Myers. That's crazy. With just a huge plastic butcher's knife. And the, and the you know, the mask and yeah. stuff like that. I remember being Yu-Gi-Oh. I wore, there was this little plastic Yu-Gi-Oh mask with the string that goes around the back oh, of your yeah. head. And the purple outfit. Oh, man, I love that. Oh. And then when I got to be a gatekeeper, which, like, that was the funny thing. is like, I didn't know what the fuck that meant other than, oh, I guess he stands outside of Hell's Gate. But I wore that, like mask went down like half my face it was like a skull with teeth and like red horns and it had shoulder pads yeah. and stuff that's we i had some cool costumes when i was a little kid i'm saying band because it's sweaty and uncomfortable all right um perfectly fine that's part of the experience here's you know. one if you have the wrong answer this is gonna be the end of this podcast the wrong there's no such thing as a, okay what is it pagans I stand a pagan. Pagans are the nicest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. You like uh, pagan people in general? Yeah. You don't ruin this. No, podcast. I'm not. I'm not gonna say ban. I just like, I don't care, and they can live their lives. So I almost just want to say like I'm on the fence. But they got some pretty cool fucking traditions as yeah. well. They make some bomb ass food somehow. Yeah. There's some weird ones, but there's weird people from every faith. Yeah. It's not a ban. Um, I'll... Fuck. You'd better say Stan. I'll just say Stan. I don't want to use my... Whatever the... What was the, mid, what was the middle one? Middleman. Yeah, I, I don't want to use my middleman just yet. So I'll, I'll, I'll stand Pagans. I've got... Because I think that's where we get a lot of our... A lot of our traditions that we like... Like, I think Christmas started out as a pagan holiday. I think it was Saturnalia or something like that. And it turned into what it is today. And I actually, you know, I like I like Christmas and stuff like that. I think Halloween is, might be have pagan origins. But I it's also, have, I think, related to Dia, uh, Dia de los Muertos in Mexico. So. I didn't have any, like, ideas on it for the longest time. Because I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. But a lot of, like, what you see from, like, true pagans now, there's a lot of that, like, witchy side of life. Yeah. Um, and tarot cards and... It, it just more of, like, a... It's a pretty cool aesthetic. It's a cool... But it's also, like, a cool spirituality that they have going. Yeah. And it... I don't know. It just intrigues me and... No, I've never met a pagan that wasn't like nice. Yeah, like so, like, just like yeah, you're welcome in my home. Now, like, you piss them off, you better hope they don't like pissing in jars because they will dark magic your ass real quick. (laughs) Pissing in jars is this fucking Dawn of Justice? Uh, 
Yeah, fucking, okay. Didn't Lex Luthor send a jar of piss to a fucking congresswoman or something? There's just certain, like, curses or whatever that you can cast. It's, like, not good magic. Like, it's not light magic, mm-hmm. I think is what they call it. It's, like... Dark magic. Chaos magic type shit. Yeah. And it, sure. it's just not... It's not necessarily what most of them like to do. I don't, I'm not even saying all pagans. Like, pagans are pagans, but the witchier ones, are, you know, it's just, like... I think most of them would rather dwell in a space of, like, good energy. Yeah. Um, even though they do, you know, some of them love, like, oh, excuse me, the black clothing and and stuff like that. Like, they're, you know, maybe they came from more of a uh, emo background or whatever like that. Certain brands of, like, TikTok, which can be kind of cringe for me. But in total, like, whether you're a pagan, whether you, like, anything... I, I kind of prefer any, no matter how creative or how out of the box a belief seems, I like that as opposed to like, and I'm not trying to offend people that don't have a belief system, right? I like that more because other than that, it like life would just seem like, oh no, no, we're here. It's an accident. Nothing happens when you die. Well, like, the, come the on, argument, give me, give me, right. give me something. The argument there <laughs> is like, oh, well, that just helps me to live my life because I know that, you know, this is all the time I have mm-hmm. is basically what somebody that's atheist or something might say. But they also have a belief system and said they don't believe. You know, again, I'm cool. I think anti-theists are the most annoying people on the fucking planet. I don't know what that is. Well, atheist is just someone that doesn't believe, right? And, you know... You don't have to even have a conversation. You know, I believe in God. You don't. Cool. Let's play some video games. You know, shoot shit. Whatever. Um, An anti-theist is someone who is, like, adamantly against all faith. They they always like, oh, you know, whatever. You believe in the sky, daddy. And, like, just really rude assholes. Like, you can be a Christian. You can be a Muslim. You can be a Jewish person. And they think you're fucking dumb because you have this belief system and it needs to all be torn down. And it's all bad and corrupt. And it's like, okay, dude, stay away from like me. You, you're annoying as shit. Yeah, you have your life to live. I have my prerogative. Like, yeah, yeah if you wanted to look at me and call me a fucking idiot because I believe in some sky daddy. Like, if you want to break it down like that. Which is not, I don't, I don't okay. even believe yeah, in Sky Daddy. I believe in Sky Daddy. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people like that, they had a bad experience growing up right. in church. And so they associate religion or faith itself with that experience. And so they just want to cast it all aside right. and spit on it. And I don't, I don't feel that way. I think there's, I think definitely uh, a lot of the times with, uh, I think there's a bad rap on it. I think there are some people that are atheists or... Um, I think there's more people that are agnostic than atheists. Yeah. Um, but but I would say that, yeah, the creepy noise is going on outside my apartment tonight. I think um, it was just like that a... That was a car. Yeah, someone was doing a donuts or something. No, they know. just were turning their car on. They need to get it fixed. Oh, I thought that was a sc- tire screech. No, that was like their engine making Jesus. that noise. Like the belts in it. But anyway, so... Agnostic is the most understandable because it's like, well, that's the most I, honest too. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I hope and I believe that something exists after this. Like, how mm-hmm. do we just? There's some things I can't explain, and I can't say it's God or Buddha or 
whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's what I was getting at is like I've even had um polite conversations with someone that like call themselves a, a Satanist because sometimes Satanist is just another way to say atheist. But I was like, So do you mean specifically Satan worshiper? And they were like, yeah, but when they described it, when they described what they thought Satan was and what they thought God was, in my mind, it was just a flipped version of how I saw God and how I saw Satan, right? Where they were like, you know, well, God is actually um, evil and, you know, does this and that, where when what they're describing in my head is Satan. And then when they describe Satan, you know, Satan's more like um, one with the earth and like wants the best for you and all this sort of shit, which in my head means God. So I felt like even though they call themselves a Satan worshiper, me and that person actually believed in the same thing and just had different names for it. Um so yeah, like I think faith is pretty cool. So pagans, I stand pagans. Yeah, I stand we, a pagan. We we stand a pagan in this house. <laughs> All right, the next one, very controversial. Oh yeah. Twizzlers. Ban. Ban. That's not controversial. Ban a fucking Twizzler. I don't care. If you like a Twizzler, I don't understand you. Ban. Now, there was, like, the little baby Twizzlers with, like, the juicy bits in the middle. No, not even the Which, I don't know what they were called. Those were okay, but I can go the rest of my life and never have one of those if it means that no other Twizzler exists, too. So, ban Twizzlers. Get them ban out of here. Ban fucking Twizzlers. The texture and the flavor is not worth Licorice it. isn't good. People that... And I wouldn't even call that licorice. Like... Licorice has its own flavor. Mm. This is like this is just like a red vine. Just Twizzler or, flavor. Yeah, it's just like people that like stan of Twizzler. People are like Twizzler's like my favorite. I'm like mm. how and why? It's like you're eating a fucking candle. It is pretty waxy. I just and it, the way that it breaks down in your mouth, the flavor is not good enough for me to get past that. And dude, I am not picky at all. And and, and like the it, like a like a full size Twizzler, it's that it's an- too much well, for me. It's also that annoying middle ground between floppy and stiff, to where it's like something that long. You know, you should be able to like hit each Ugh. side of your hand as you whack it around, or you can't move it at all. Right? It just made me nauseous. It, it moves like that tiny little bit. It's just annoying. You know, you know what like I mean? The wiggly pen pencils. Yeah. That, yeah, it's like eating one of those motherfuckers. But less wiggly. Yeah, and it tastes a little bit like fucking strawberry. And but, be, you better not ever put a fucking cherry one in my face. I will beat a motherfucker. Madison guy. doesn't like cherry flavored things. Ooh, I hate a Twizzler. I hate a Twizzler. Okay, the last one. Ooh, man. This one almost makes me want to spend my middleman. All right, what is it? Popcorn balls. Ooh, Stan. Stan, I forgot they existed now that you say that. That's a stand. That's a Halloween tradition where it's like, if I don't have a popcorn ball over Halloween, I'll be good. But if I see them, I'm like, these people know how to fucking Halloween. This is cool. Right. Yeah. This is like, right. That's how I feel about it the candy corn. It is quite sticky and messy. Yeah, that's why. That's, that's the trade off. That's why I'm like the middleman like area. It's like a butterfinger. Like, it gets stuck in your teeth and shit, but you can't help but want. I think it's. You keep going back. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say stand because yeah. I do keep going back. Mm-hmm. I think you can kind of get the same vibe off of like kettle corn. Yeah. And it's not as sticky, but I think they do put like some sort of honey or agave on the outside to Something like to keep, keep it, it together. together. Yeah. And no matter how old you get, 
you're going to get that shit all over your clothes, all over your fingers, probably in your hair somewhere, on your face for sure. That's the experience, though. It's the experience. It's annoying as shit, but it's got to happen. Exactly. And it, you just don't get just that. Just like the Halloween mask. mask. It's an apple made out of fucking popcorn. <laughs> a popcorn ball a day keeps the fucking demons away, man. Yeah. Doesn't keep the doctor away. You will need a doctor if you eat that. So, Actually, no, it's a... um. It's a little cheat. It's a, uh, I think popcorn balls would count as a zero point in Weight Watchers. Zero oh. point snack. Yeah. And, well, unless whatever is keeping them stuck together. Yeah, I think it may be, may be a couple points because okay. of that. But, but you're right. Popcorn's actually a great, a great snack to have if you want to eat a lot of something and not have very many calories to count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. So we're, we're standing the popcorn balls. For sure. And fuck a Twizzler. Twizzler can fuck fuck it can't fuck it can fuck itself yeah but no no twizzler get the fuck out of here all right hang yourself with a twizzler if you like twizzlers okay don't say that to people you can't say this that. podcast is not it's brought to you by twizzlers <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by if you enjoy twizzlers you will not enjoy this podcast, and I don't invite you to listen to it. Hey, don't do that. We're You're just a disgusting done. human being. <laughs> We've just started. <laughs> and I don't want... Don't listen to him. He's <laughs> gone off the rails. Okay, so this is a game that I like to call Common Denominator or Calm Denom. And that's probably how I'm going to refer to it for the rest of eternity. Calm Denom. So Common Denominator, I think we're going to have to go through it one good time um, for everyone to kind of understand the idea behind it. But basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to describe, like I'm going to go through a bunch of topics mm-hmm. um, with definitions, descriptions of things. And the whole time I'm basically pleading a case for a certain thing, uh, whether it be like a food or a movie or a band or something like that. But I don't ever tell you what that is, right? So the whole time I'm just like pleading a case with with certain definitions of things, um, um, ideals, uh, ideas, and 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 whatnot, and the whole time Michael is going to be collecting, you know, taking notes on what I'm talking about, and then trying to figure out what all these things have in common. So, you're gonna go, okay? Well, she's talking about just for an example, she's talking about rain. She's talking about weekdays she's talking about the 60s the carpenters right okay. but i'm not just gonna say those three things i'm gonna go into depth on why all these th- three things are so fantastic or whatever and then you're going to try to collect notes and come up with what i'm pleading a case for at the end all right and feel free to play along oh yeah definitely and if you if you realize what it is, um, before I get done, uh, comment a pumpkin on our Instagram post for this episode. Um, and Michael is 
I don't know if he's going to get this or not. This is spooky edition. I'm not even, I'm not going to give him even what the, the item is as far as like a general space. I'm just going to start talking and he's got to figure it out. Um, I'm mostly going to be talking about phobias. Mm -hmm. So just a trigger warning. Um, but I'm not going to get too far into anything. I'm just going to kind of generally describe them and give you an, a broad overview of, of phobias and then go into some specific ones and we'll go from there. All right. All right. So let's start. So I want to start with, with phobias in general. Um, there's a wide variety of objects or situations that someone could develop a phobia about. Yes. Um, but phobias can be divided into two main categories. So that's specific or simple phobias and complex phobias. So specific or simple phobias uh, center around a particular object, an animal, situation, or activity. Um, they often develop during childhood and, or adolescence and may become less severe as you get older. Uh, common examples of simple phobias are animal phobias such as dogs, spiders, snakes... Uh, environmental phobias like heights, deep water, germs, storms. Mm -hmm. um, situational phobias like visiting the dentist, like I have now. I I now have a situational phobia of getting stretched of out. Getting stretched out. <laughs> um, or flying. That's called gapophobia. <laughs> Jesus. Bodi bodily phobias uh, such as blood, vomit, or having injections. That's me. Yeah. Blood and needles. I might faint. Yeah. And then uh, sexual phobias, uh, performance anxiety, or fear of an STD. Uh, then complex phobias tend to be more disab disabling than simple phobias. They usually develop during uh, adulthood and are often associated with deep-rooted fear or anxiety about a particular situation or circumstance. Mm. High stress, PTSD can cause this. Yeah. Uh, the two most common complex phobias are agoraphobia and social phobia. Okay. Um, and agoraphobia we'll go, is when you're scared to go outside. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, people with specific phobias know that their fears are not realistic. Okay. But they are unable to address them. Instead, they try very hard to avoid what it is that makes them afraid. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so I wanted to first go into this... I couldn't find a particular phobia name for this thing, but the thing that kept coming up was this. Scopophobia. Do you know what scopophobia is? Is that when you're scared of shitty music? No. Maybe if I said scopophobia? You're scared of scopes? Mouthwash? I'm gonna kill you. Okay, you don't like telescopes. I think it's scopophobia. But, no. None of those are correct. Damn. Um, it's an anxiety disorder, which... This is something that I have. Um, so it makes a lot of sense that it's an anxiety disorder. Um, characterized by morbid fear of being seen in public or stared at by others. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was... I don't, you're, you're scared of getting scoped out. Yeah. That's funny. Um, some... 
Some readings also say it is a fear of being watched when alone. So yeah. that, that one's kind of creepy. Nothing really gives you a, a term for being followed except the broad term of paranoia. And it's like, yeah, I fucking feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, scapo is a Greek, Greek term meaning to or look to or examine. Um, and the causes... Scopophobia generally arises from a traumatic event in a person's life. Um, with scopophobia, it is likely that the person was subject um, subjected to public ridicule as a child. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I'm not laughing. You're a liar. He's covering his face up with a pillow right now. Um, when changing my Google search to the fear of being followed mm-hmm. instead of the fear of being watched... The immediate answer was social anxiety disorder. <laughs> sad? Yeah. I have, me. I have sad. I'm sad. Social anxiety disorder is an intense, persistent fear of being watched and judged by others. Yes. This fear... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael, I know. It. It, me, yeah. This fear can affect work, school, and other daily activities. It can even make it hard to make and keep friends. Damn. Yes. I'm yeah, gonna... you was going through it as a kid. Yeah, I was. I also got bullied at school, by the way. Uh, not a, not like a lot, but a little bit. Not know? a lot. Like, she was popular where, like, she was talented. Or, like, when very, I was in high school. Very nice and funny. Even a little bit in middle school, but it was just like, you know, there were the shitty little dudes sometimes. And I wasn't a very supportive brother. Even when we were cool, sometimes the bullies were just funny. And you would come home... <laughs> And share some shit a bully said, and I would just laugh, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry because there was. This... I don't think there was an apology there. I think you were always just a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he's asking if he can tell one of my traumas. <laughs> At least I asked. I can't tell it. Okay. Okay. I got called sassy on the <laughs> bus, and I thought it was because of my personality. No, it was a nickname for Sasquatch. And when she th- she came home and told us that. And back then, for my dumbass thought she was telling it to us because she also thought it was just a weird or funny occurrence from the day. But it probably hurt her feelings. And my little ass was just fucking giggling. Because I was like, that's creative. Damn. Anyway, are you, are you keeping track of what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. The so common the- denominator isn't you, is it? Oh no, my god, <laughs> wouldn't that be fucked? Because listen to this. <laughs> Uh, a blutophobia. Do you know what that could be? Okay, so the so the answer is going to be like the common denominator in all of these phobias. Yeah, all of these phobias are going to share a common are trait. Gonna share. Are they going to come together to? They're make all going to come together to make. Okay, something. a blutophobia. A blood. A blutophobia. Yeah. Um. A B L U T O. So it's like Pluto with a B and an A. a in front of a Bluto. A Blutophobia. No, I just keep thinking about Bluto from Popeye. If he existed in real life, I'd probably be scared of him. It's the specific phobia in which individuals have an irrational fear of bathing or washing. Okay. Um, it can affect children and adults and is more common in women than men. Mm-hmm. Um, usually shows up around ages one to two. Uh, there's a reason for that. During these years of rapid brain growth, um, toddlers develop what seems like a hyper-awareness of their surroundings. Okay. 
Their brains are literally lighting up with new information. As a result, things like toilet flushing, thunder, doctors, medical equipment, and drains that suck all the water away can be overwhelming to your child and sound uh, and appear, well, terrifying. Um, Bro, I, I couldn't go out that sad. Being scared of a toilet flush. <laughs> No, but, like, think about, like, the drain. Have you never had one of those kind of dreams where you get, like, trying to not get sucked down the drain when you're a little kid? No, but I did watch It with Tim Curry. Yeah, which has... Where he comes up out of the drain. Yeah, that's not fun. shows his teeth and then goes, see any nightmares, and Uh, spins back down into the drain. Superstitions uh, surrounding uh, bathing. Just, just, Just on a side note. Uh, Koreans say don't bathe on New Year's, and Filipinos say don't bathe on Good Friday. And all of these have to do with gaining bad luck. You might wash away your good luck on these days. Okay. Um, Trypophobia, I don't think I need to talk too much about. I think that's one that's become very known, well-known. tripping? Trypophobia? Are you scared of getting tripped? Are you lying to me right now? Are you fucking me? Are you... Are you shitting and pissing on me right now? Shout out to Evan Collins yeah. on TikTok. Uh, you don't... You're, you're, you're scared to do acid. No. Um, trypophobia. Yeah. No. Trypophobia is that fear where like something has a lot of holes in it. Do you not know anything about that? Motherfuckers be out here scared of Swiss cheese. Yeah, like, well, like, you know, when some, like, when a dog has, like, an infection of bot flies, Mm -hmm. and all the larva is in their palm, the palm of their hand, and then, like, when you take it out, there's all those holes. Yeah. People have issues with that. So that kind of, like, sprouts off into, like, zit popping and stuff like that. People don't like that shit. Oh, no, I don't like, 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 the holes in your face. Dr. Pimple Popper and, like, cyst videos and shit. Yeah. Never been a fan of that stuff. But trypophobia is kind of like, um... If your skin looked like it had, looked like like a sponge, like it had a bunch of deep holes in it, like people don't like that idea. So then it kind of bleeds into like, maybe they actually just don't like sponges or they don't like certain coral that looks like it's just a bunch of like, you don't know what's in there. It probably has something to do with an OCD issue also. Okay. Um, We're going to go right into um, agoraphobia. Yeah, this is uh, Howie from Benchwarmers. All right, tell me what you think it means. Nick Swartzen's character in Benchwarmers staying in the closet, pissing in two liters, um, fighting Girl Scouts off with a sword because he's very scared to leave his house and go outside, and he's afraid of the sun. I think it's a little bit different than that. Okay. Yeah, that was obviously most likely a dramatization. No offense to anyone with agoraphobia, but that was my first interaction or experience with it because how we were young when we saw that movie and I think also that's what introduced yeah. us to that phobia was Nick Swartzen with a fucking bowl cut chasing these girl scouts off with the fucking with a sword <laughs> and screaming agoraphobia is a fear of being in situations where escape might be difficult or that help wouldn't be available if things went wrong huh um, many people assume agoraphobia is simply a fear of open spaces, but it's actually a more complex condition. Agoraphobia um, usually develops as a 
complication of panic disorder, an anxiety disorder involving panic attacks and moments of intense fear. It can arise by associating uh, panic attacks with the places or situations where they occurred and then avoiding them. Okay. Typically starts between the ages of 18 and 35. It's rare to see it start up after 40. It's uh, an emotional and physical reaction to being put into a specific situation that triggers fear. Alright. Okay. Um, the next one that I have is uh, dementophobia. Can you guess what that is? Dement, like with an E? De- dementophobia. Um, you're afraid of going demented or you're scared of people with dementia? Um, more closely related to the first one. Okay. It's a type of phobia that involves the fear of madness or insanity. I think everyone probably has that phobia, right? You wonder. People uh, people who have this fear are afraid that they're going insane or losing touch with reality. Oh, it's a fear that's actively happening. I yeah. thought it was like, I'm really scared that I'm going to like get old and get old and lose all no i have i have those thoughts like this like where it's like am i losing my i think it's because of the history of gaslighting that has happened to me in my life okay um but aside from that trauma dump that i just gave you (laughs) not really that much of one more of a trauma fart yeah a trauma blink um dementophobia i think is a constant Fear And it has to come from the same thing, right? Um, the fear may be triggered by a family history of mental illness or periods of severe stress. So you might actually, like, severe stress might actually bring on some state of um, false insanity. Or maybe you, you know, lose moments in time and things like that. Um, I know you know what this one is. Okay. Hemophobia. Oh, that's just like the fear of blood? Yes. Okay. You're keeping track, right? Yeah, I specifically, I think there's a there's something called BBIP, which is blood and bodily injury phobia. Which is more, I think, specific to mine. But yeah, hemophobia, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the medical term used to describe an intense or irrational fear of blood. Mm-hmm. Hemophobia usually begins in childhood and is often caused by trauma involving blood. Okay. Either, um, either directly or vicariously. Okay. A person may be at higher risk of the phobia due to genetics, gender, experiencing trauma involving blood at a young age, and having comorbid psychoneurotic disorders mm-hmm. which from reading is just a big head term for multiple mental disorders okay okay the next one i have is one that i do not know how to pronounce isotrophy trophobia isotrophobia isotrophobia e i s o p T-R phobia. T-R-O phobia. Okay. Isotrophobia. Alright. Isotrophobia. Do you know what that one could be? No, not it. I don't even have a guess for that one. Okay. It's an unhealthy fear of mirrors. Okay. Okay. Some people fear mirrors due to self-image issues. 
People may also avoid mirrors because they distort the way an object looks. Uh, one could also argue that mirrors are, are portals, meaning you may uh, let something into your world that you don't want. Uh, you could also see something in a mirror that isn't actually there. Spooky. Um, they're cla- they're, these are classified as irrational fears. Yeah. Um, mirrors also hold a place in superstition where in the Greek belief in wherein the Greek believed that one's reflection on the surface of a pool of water revealed one's soul. Okay. But it was uh Roman artisans who actually learned to manufacture mirrors uh from polished metal surfaces and believed their gods observed souls through these devices. I think I look better in reflections than I do in real life. Like most people do. You ever like you look at yourself in the mirror, you take like a selfie or something, that looks good, but then if a picture gets taken of you from the front cam Oh, okay. Yeah. Where it's like this like like the way you're looking at me versus right. if I was looking in a mirror. If I was looking in a mirror, the right side of my face would be on my right, the left right. on my left. Whereas you, this is the right side of my face, but it's on your left. Right. My face looks a lot better when it's that when it's, when it's when it's yeah, not yours when it's not mine um let's see where to damage a mirror was considered so disrespectful that people thought it compelled the gods to rain bad luck on anyone so careless seven years bad luck yeah, yeah now we commonly say you get seven years of bad luck if you break a mirror okay um do you know what bathmophobia is bathmo bathmo Okay, so it's not just bathophobia, bathmo. No. With the M, that makes it tough. Bathmophobia. Bathmo. Ah. Well, I was gonna say fear of baths, but with the M, mm, okay. I don't know. It's a fear of stairs. Fear of stairs. Yeah. Escalators count in this situation. Maybe. You may be afraid of falling down a set of stairs or a steep incline. So yeah. Okay. A traumatic accident involving a fall, injury, or death may cause the specific phobia disorder. Okay. Are you keeping track? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so far we've talked about baths, mirrors, mm-hmm. blood, mm-hmm. stairs. Mm-hmm. Let's see where we are. Chionophobia. Chionophobia. C-H-I-O-N. C-H-I-O-N. O-phobia. You're afraid of chia seeds. You're afraid of snow and snowy weather. Okay. Oh, do you, are you starting to figure it out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think so, but I thought it was two other things for a while and then okay. found that I was probably wrong, so yeah. Okay. People with this disorder have severe anxiety and panic attacks when they think about or see snow. People with this disorder may have had a negative or traumatic experience with snow in the past. They may have been stuck in a blizzard when they were young or lost a loved one in a snowy car accident. For some reason, I thought you were about to say stuck in a blender. <laughs> I don't know why. A snow-related traumatic event can trigger or 
in people who are already at an increased risk of an anxiety disorder. Okay. Um, this phobia is a natural environment phobia. All right. Environmental phobias are common. They include lilapsophobia, the fear of tornadoes and hurricanes, which I have that. And I mean, anyone should be scared of something like that. Some people chase tornadoes. Those people. I'm yeah. running the fuck. No. I'm chasing life, baby. I've always been more afraid of tornadoes than hurricanes. Probably has something to do with the fact I've never seen a tornado. But I think it's that. It's that you can see it. Yeah. And it's coming at you and it's dark and it's fucking scary and yeah. it feels evil. Yeah. Yeah. And nyctophobia, which is the fear of the dark. I would have guessed that. You didn't have to tell me. My bad. I have... That was that was not one I was going into. It was um, just a list from the other one. Okay. I I believe I have one more, and I think this might just set it off. So okay, this one. is why I waited to the end to tell you this one. This is the last one? This is the last one, and it's going to take a minute. Okay. Didymophobia. Didymophobia? Yeah. D-I-D-Y-M-O-phobia. You have any ideas? Mm-mm. Okay. An irrational fear of twins. Okay. Do you know where we're going? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got know. it for sure. Yeah. There isn't there isn't much if you know at home, remember, comment that pumpkin. If you got it before my If you got finished. it before I ended. So I'm commenting a pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> An irrational fear of twins. There isn't much research on this as far as why or the origins of which this fear derives. So all of this that I'm about to say is basically from my own head. Um, but I wrote it all down just to keep it somewhat coherent. Okay. Um, but if I were to put myself in a place like in someone's shoes uh, that has this fear, it might be an offshoot of Uncanny Valley. Um only kind of. So, Uncanny Valley, if you don't know... I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Okay, so Uncanny Valley is like a fear... Okay, if you see something that looks humanoid, but it's not a human. Okay. Or... Yeah, that's... I mean, that's the best description. I can Google it real quick just to give you a better idea of what it means so if i put in it's um, like seeing something in the distance that has the same silhouette as a person or is it like, like facial like it's almost human type of thing so in aesthetics the uncanny valley uh, valley is a hype uh hypothesized relation between an object's degree of resemblance to a human being or an emotional response i have that but it's not a fear like to the object like the back of cars, I always relate it to a human face. Okay, so it's not like that. It's more like... I'm like, that's an ugly car because it would probably be an ugly person. It's more like you, can, you can't you can say... You can't act... I think the fear part is like you can't actually say why mm-hmm. that's not a person. But something's wrong. And so the scary part is that they're mimicking you, but that's not... And I don't think it always has to do with, like, skinwalkers or anything like that. Okay. But I think um, Uncanny Valley can go into 
multiple things like um, seeing faces in trees. And I, I see faces that, in trees. Yeah, that kind of thing. Or don't let those people in Madame Tussauds, I guess, right? Yeah. They'd be, they would have a meltdown. Right. Okay. Um, Did so, you see Lil Nas X's uh, wax figure Madame Tussauds, by the way? No. It's the best one ever made. Oh. Like, when he first did a video standing next to it, I was like, oh, it's some special effects video where he's going to talk to himself or something like that. No, it was just him standing next to That's his wax cool. figure. It looks just like him. So that would probably freak <clears throat> somebody out with this Uncanny Valley stuff. So, um, like I said, it's it might be an offshoot of Uncanny Valley and an anxiety disorder that may cause one to look at worst-case scenarios in a fictitious state of thinking uh, that seems very plausible to the stressed mind. Okay. Um. That is to say, twins, namely identical twins, aren't something you see every day, and they almost seem like a trick of the mind. Um, how can there be two of what should only be a single human? We grew up near some quadruplets. Yeah. That, that was an experience. This, this in turn could cause a spiraling effect, causing thoughts and fears of the supernatural. Okay. Um, with this idea, you're now bringing into reality the idea that these two identical uh, twins... Um, are mentally connected and therefore twins are power are more powerful or therefore twice as powerful as you. Okay. Um, if, if a hypothetical fight were to ensue between the three of you, you would be faced with double the challenge, almost like killing someone who has two lives, almost like fighting, fighting more than one person at the same time, except they look the same. Two lives are something... <laughs> this Again, this is all just my hypothesis because there's not much on the origins of this. Okay. Two lives are something you do not have and you do not have and therefore you are at risk of death in the presence of two innocent bystanders who didn't ask to look alike in the first place. Very irrational but totally understandable. Of course, <laughs> I have high anxiety. ask for this. <laughs> I have high anxiety and often live in an imagina- imaginative world in my head. A more plausible, realistic approach to this would be that it has it, it has been studied and is widely known mm-hmm. that twins do, in fact, have um, some form of telepathy between each other. Um, it's more like uh, some kind of one-on-one super-concentrated empathy. Okay. Um, like, maybe twins separate to go off to college and one of them breaks their ankle, the other one feels it in their ankle. Okay. These kind of things happen all the time. Um, if one of them's sad, the other one knows, even if they're not around each other. Mm-hmm. In terms of metaphors, I'd say it's somewhat like the Upside Down in the Netflix series Stranger Things. Okay. Um, wherein if one spot of the Upside Down gets attacked in any way, um, every part of the Upside Down feels it. Okay. Um... This could most likely be a fear related to inferiority. Mm. As far as superstitions, uh, they uh, twins have been seen as gods and monsters. Um, they've been seen as signs of danger, death, and sexual deviance. Oh, wow. Um, sexual deviance, yeah. really? Okay. So I'm just looking through one more time to make sure I don't have anything else. I guess that's why they call it a devil's three-way. Um, but... Just since it's the first one, I'm going to go back through the main topics again. 
This is something I would do if you still didn't have the answer and maybe go into further detail. Okay. But we talked about mirrors. We talked about insanity or the fear of it. Mm-hmm. We talked about agoraphobia. We talked about the fear of snow mm-hmm. and snowy weather. We talked about the fear of blood. We talked about the fear of twins. Yeah. We talked about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so once you, when you started, the first thing you said was the fear of, like, being, um, being watched and stuff like that, right? And then you said something about, like, the fear of, like, uh, like, bathing or being seen while you're bathing and stuff like that. And so I was sort of going down the line of, oh, yeah, maybe she's talking about being pee shy. Oh. But then you were bringing up these other things. Right. This has this was supposed to be the spooky. Yeah, exactly. So you're bringing up these other things, and then at some point when you said like you know the fear of uh, blood and going crazy and stuff like this, then I started thinking about oh maybe she's talking about like a scary movie or something. So I started thinking about like Carrie, because um, there's a lot of blood in that movie, and I can't remember if this if this is how it went in the old Carrie, but I saw the Carrie with like I think it was Chloe Grace Moretz was Carrie something like that. And it started off with um, her having her period in the girls' mm-hmm. locker room or in the shower and getting really scared and a whole bunch of girls throwing tampons at her. So, like, okay, scene bathing, blood, you know, and talking about mirrors. I was like, I don't remember anything with mirrors in there. Um, I figured out what you were talking about when you said snow. Yeah. By the time you got to snow, which was like, I think maybe the second or third to last thing you mentioned. Twins was going to be the first thing, and I said I can't. No, twins is like... With everything else, at least, twins gave it away. But once you said snow, I was like, okay, all right, I'm pretty sure. Like, I know what it is. And then you said twins, and I was like, yep, I got it. All right, so I'm pleading my case for... The Shining. Why The Shining is the best fucking horror movie on the planet. Oh, okay. That's your opinion? That's my opinion. Okay. Um, I believe that it was all... The same people that did Halloween did... The Shining. Did you know that? John Carpenter? I, I believe so, yes. Okay, that's cool. From what I was reading. And obviously, you know, it's based off a Stephen King book. And what we were talking about last week, which is that psychological horror. Um, but I, I, I couldn't find anything. Here's the one thing that it came down to. I was just going to talk about phobias today. as Because it's kind of, it's a creepy subject. It kind of gets people kind of spooked at times. And it's not just right on the nose of Halloween. Right? Yeah. So, I was starting there, and then as I was going through the phobias, I was like, all of these are triggering the shining in my head. Okay. And so I went and looked up. I just went, the shining, um, how, how did I put it? Synopsis? Basically, just like, the shining as it refers to phobias because I thought surely somebody has written some sort of article about Stephen King writing an entire movie about nothing but phobias like there has to be some sort of um somebody out there has had this idea that wow like the reason this movie is so good Mm -hmm. is because it plays on so many phobias and no nothing so yeah. that's when I decided to come up with this common denominator game. Okay. 
um, where I talk about a bunch of something and you have to try to guess what I'm trying to plead a case for. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that's, I've talked, I talked about it in the last episode, how The Shining's like my favorite horror movie. And this just kind of brought it I guess full I, circle for me. I forgot you said that that one was your favorite. Yeah, I really like yeah. The Shining. Um, I didn't get to, I didn't finish the book, but it was pretty good. So to kind of go into detail as far as these phobias go, obviously most people are going to know if, whether you've seen the movie or you haven't, you have seen this clip somewhere, um, especially in GIF form or GIF form, however you want to say it. Um, the blood rushing down the hallway, the twins at the end of the hallway, um, homegirl in the bathroom when, uh, Johnny, (laughs) here's Johnny, um, starts hacking away at the door. Um, that, that would be, in my opinion, it's like, um, the fear of being followed is when she's trying to get up the stairs the stairs, the fear of stairs. I was just trying to like add to that. Yeah, once you got to stairs, I was like, no, I don't think it's Carrie anymore. And right. then you said snow, and I was like, oh, okay, I see. The what snow this is. has to do with the weather outside of the hotel. The boy getting chased through the maze. Agoraphobia. You're in this huge fucking mansion the whole time. Um, Jack Nicholson is. It's not going... a mansion though. It's a hotel. Yeah, it's a hotel. But yeah, it's a pretty um, fancy hotel. Right. Huge. Um. Jack Nicholson is actually going insane the whole time, but, like, even he's questioning it at times. Like, he doesn't know for sure. And actually, you really, like, you're trying to figure out if he's going insane or if it's some sort of demonic presence in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. That's... There's no real reason for him to snap like that. He's just, like, a a struggling writer and then suddenly like especially in the book it just seemed like real sudden all of a sudden he had this well, angry he, well, outburst he had, and it went he, from there he was an alcoholic there's that okay. um he was he was a recovering alcoholic at this point and i think he had hit his son once at least oh his I, son had some um the shining mental... is actually the son's ability at least in the book yeah. the son can like read minds right and shit like that and that's what the shining is right. his, his special ability um, then the bath, did you understand the bath and the trypophobia and the mirrors part? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's like he went to the bathroom and it ended up being like, that I can't woman, remember, it ended up turning into a like nightclub or some shit. Well, the, he went into the bathroom and there was that woman in the bath. And she was like naked. And she was beautiful. And he made out with her. And, and then, then she, when he looked in the mirror, she was this nasty old woman with all these like legions and and holes in her skin yeah monster person yeah so all due respect to monster people (laughs) so (laughs) how'd you feel about that that was pretty good you like that that? yeah yeah yeah. i was trying to um like i said at first i didn't know you were gonna like was gonna all like coalesce into a movie or convalesce into whatever um so that's why i started with like i was like okay maybe this is gonna boil down to like being pee shot and then, like I said, you you kept going. I was like, okay, Carrie. And then, yeah, you said Snow. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a really cool game. It it started off with the idea of just, like, like one one of the aspects of this was going to be the whole thing. So I'm right. glad you turned to what you turned to. Because I think we were just talking about, like, you say something, and I try to guess what the word, like, you say blankophobia, and I was like, all right, that's the fear of, like, bad bitches or something like that right. and you'd be like no actually it's this but 
I think what you did with it was really cool, really, awesome. really creative, and also informative and educational. You know, now people yeah. know that, if they have phobias yeah. or yeah. not. Um. Anyway, uh, that yeah. I hope that we get to do that more in the future. If you ever stumble upon enough ideas to come up with a calm denom game to play, I would love to be on the opposite end of it. What's another thing you're gonna find out about us, especially Madison, is she loves to shorten words. Yeah, I, I do. Well, I loved to shorten words when I was a lot younger and I've since stopped a lot of that, but you adopted it because you like to take my shit. I've done that. Most of my most of my humor these days is hers, just so you know. We've traded some things though, haven't we? No, it was mostly just all me stealing from you. Yeah, you've stolen my whole life from me. Well, you know. All right, guys, we just want to thank you so much for continuing to come and listen to our podcast. Unless you like Twizzlers. Unless <laughs> I'm so sick of you, dude. The fuck out of my life. Um, uh, don't go to the dentist anymore. Just live your life with rotting teeth because you will be um, violated sincerely. I plan on just living with gums for the rest of my life because I'm never going back there. I've been traumatized Why for don't life. You just brush your teeth. That's there's <laughs> I like, do like you're acting like there's it's either have have regular dental appointments or let all your teeth fall out. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I think there's there, something in between that you can do. You can, but eventually like, you know, some people don't have very good uh genes when it comes to their teeth. But anyway yeah, people got halitosis and shit. Um this has been the Family Size Podcast. This is the, what, second installment of our spooky season. Spooky We've season. We've got two more episodes to go. So um, stay tuned. Stay tuned, baby, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.